When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Two, three, four. Don't mind if I do. Ladies and gentlemen, Gavino and Rich. Honestly, how do I deal with you every day? Get ready. Turn on the radio. Whoa! Yeah! Holy mother nugget! And holy mother meatball! I'm the smartest man alive! You're so ridiculous. What? You're such a fool. Get out of here. Covino and Rich. Let's go! Wow! Well, hello, buddies. Yeah, huh? And that's what's up. Rock on! Tuesday. On this taco, Fato Tuesday. Yeah, yo! I saw the forecast. It's raining tacos from Adam Scott. No need to ask why. Covino, Rich, Spotty. It's sports, it's entertainment, it's news. Hope you had a great Monday night. A nasty nester sort of Monday night. A nasty nester Cortez sort of Monday. You love if you don't that like guy. the Yankees, you could yank these. <laughs> Rock it out! Yeah. Happy penis, penis to all and to all. A happy Tuesday. Thanks for being part of our Patreon. It really does mean a lot. It is cool that you're part of our Patreon. It's our livelihood. It's what we do. No, it's, uh, it really does. I think about it all the time. It means a lot. It means everything. Mm-hmm. It does. That's why when people say, I miss you guys, wish you're still on Sirius XM, I'm like, oh, please join us. Yeah, just come over here. Just join us then. I miss you. You don't need to miss us. There's it no need. All of the time. There's no need. I keep saying it. it We're right here. Me. Don't bothers miss us. me. Christopher Frey, what's up? Darren Bury. Thank you, Kim. Lots of shout outs to give today. Are you going to bring the Fury like Darren uh, Bury? Bringing the Fury. Is it Bury or, or like Barry? You know what's funny? We had this conversation before Have on we? and off the air. I went to a kid. I went to school with a kid uh, named Jimmy Bury. Oh, right? Okay. It's so the same. Yeah, he's like, yo, it's funny. He says Bury. It's Burry. I'm pretty sure it's Burry. Burry. Dan Burry. Dan Darren Burry. Dan Burry Mint? Yeah. The Darren Burry Mint? Well, hey, anyone that's subscribing, anyone that's with us, uh, people it, pronounce their names different. It really does mean a lot. But I went to school with a kid named Bury. That's the truth. Spelt the same way and all that. But anyway, thank you, Adam. Thank you guys for all your feedback. Thanks, everybody who's watching, who's listening for your subscription. Tell a friend. We appreciate, appreciate that. Thank you again, Darren Burry. Rock on. Appreciate you. There was a kid in my high school, Uriah, Favorite. last name, F-U-C-H-S. And of course, they, it was like, they tried to do like Fuchs, but Fuchs. Do you think any kid called that guy Fuchs? It is Fuchs. Uriah fucks. <laughs> but do you think anyone's like, oh, yes, yes, Fuchs. It Come on. Fuchs. Come on. It is, it is. It's Burry. It's Burry. Yeah, Burry. But I, again, I went to, I had called him Bury in the past and I remember, and he was like, Bury? 
I'm like, well, dude, I went to school with a kid named Yuri. Anyway. Well, there's a Cavino here. Rich spot. Let's go. It's funny you should say that because celebrities over the years have come out years after they're famous and say things like, well, people have been saying my wrong, my name wrong forever. And I just sort of went with it. I know one of them was Sarah Michelle Gellar. And Camilla Cabello. Camilla Cabello Camilla was Cabello. Camilla Cabello. And then she's like, all right, now that like you like me, let me let you know <laughs> that you've been saying this shit wrong the whole time. So Camilla, uh, Camilla Cabello. My personal favorite. Dan Cortez became Dan Cortese. Yeah, yeah. I no, my personal favorite, uh, Mike Stanton became Giancarlo Stanton. You know that spot? I don't even know if he knows that. What? Giancarlo on the Yankees. When he entered baseball, I know Mike Stanton. he was going by his like white boy name. He was like, Mike I'm Mike Stanton. Stanton. But there was yeah. another Mike Stanton who yeah. was a predominant pitcher for the Yankees. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. And to not be confused and to, I don't know, to sell the Giancarlo roots. The Latino dream. He went with Giancarlo. Hmm. Ooh. And so he's so Parlo. Well, just recently, Spot, you've always said it right, but recently, didn't Lindsay Lohan say that yeah, everyone Lohan. that says Lindsay Lohan, it's not Lohan, it's Lohan. Well, like, we almost, this, like, almost one syllable, like Lohan. Had this Lohan, revelation Lohan. on the show. Yeah. I say Covino, but it's really Covino. Covino, yeah. It is. And my dad says Covino, but I've always said my whole yeah. life, I say Covino unless I want to make sure you're getting the spelling right. Like if I'm talking about my Instagram, Hit me up at Steve Covino. I do Covino when I say it, not because that's how I say it, but let's say we're on Fox. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, you can hit us up, Covino and Rich, because if I say Covino, my instinct is that some bozos out there are going to do CAV. That's exactly it. Just, well, just like, where am I right now? You're in, uh, if people are watching on tier two, spot is in Uranus. 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 <laughs> is it actually Uranus? It's Uranus, but oh. I am in Uranus. No. Right now. In, I'm coming into your homes. No. In Uranus. It's not his first time. Or his last. Or my last. Um, it's not the last, for, yeah, not the last time I've been in well, Uranus. What is it? Uh, our buddy Mark Paul Gossler said, really, you should call him Mark Paul Gossler. <laughs> but who's going to do that now? At this stage of the game. Not mm, me. Not me either. Yeah. Um, Spot, since you're in Uranus... And today's going to be a day where Kavino checks all the things off this list of... Kavino's got like 50 things right he, he made a list yesterday. He didn't say one word. I was like, nah. I was like, uh, uh. This was great. And if you missed, if you missed yesterday's show. show, fantastic. My mom loved it. My mom, she's the Treating, big critic. It had all the emotions you could possibly ask for. It oh, was depressingly awesome. It was, there was highs. There was lows. There was moments of... Depressingly awesome. Of, of real life rich. Awesomely depressing. Wow, rich is a real person. Real so the real side of Rich yesterday. Very special. Cavino and Rich, if you missed it, on Patreon. But it's Siskel, Ebert, and Hortensia. And you got three thumbs oh, up. Oh, wow, because your mom is a critic. Yeah, yeah, three thumbs up. Well, before you get into your list, Spot, since he is in Uranus, Spot's new backdrop is actually the planet Uranus, if you're not watching. Did you see the crystal clear telescope photo they released yesterday? Probably. Spot. Of what? Just... Was it from Hubble? Are there tatties? Google this. Yeah, it's, Is it, it from New York City? It's telescopes that could see tatties from miles away. No. Nice. It's a telescope. It's, like, it's the clearest picture the, the of one stars. My, the one I have on my balcony that sees across the way. <clears throat> Spot, just have search. You ever consider that, by the way, for your balcony, getting a telescope? You creepo. That's not creepo. a bad idea. Creepo no, behavior, like but. A, like an actual telescope. Well, I have a view of the night sky and the moon. and I know we have light pollution, but the with hills. the right telescope, you can see a lot. Yeah. 
So search telescope stars. And honestly, Spot, it's the second thing that comes up. It's it's auto evolution is the article. That's the website. I saw this a few times. NASA's $10 billion telescope. It's almost like all these blurry space photos you would see back in the day. Mm-hmm. Now there's one in like 4K. <laughs> it's pretty remarkable. Wow. Have you seen this or no? You said auto. Oh, there it is. Auto evolution. Wow. Look at that. Yeah. This it's it's like, wow. I'm just going to stare at it and say, wow. And wow. Show it. Wow. It's like all these blurry photos that like the top picture was like what we'd always used to see. Like, oh, the, those are oh, stars. Wow. It's like they upgraded their camera. Yeah. Or, no, or it's, like it's uh, really like phone. they went from. They got a better cell phone. SD to HD. Man. And it just shows you how crazy the. Solar system is. Well, you can see. You ever watch a sporting event and they zoom into the moon? And like, yo, what are they using to zoom into that? Because you're seeing all the craters of the moon. You're like, wow. Yeah. No, it's Things have stepped up no, you tremendously. Mean, you mean the universe. Like, the, our solar system is, is minute. Oh, yeah. We are just a <laughs> we are just a grain of sand. A grain of salt in the big picture. Like you got to watch those videos where it's like the perspective of you. Versus the other planets. No, I didn't want to do that. Makes versus me feel the Milky Way. Makes me feel like all the worries I have on a daily basis are worth nothing. When you when you tell me that well, when you tell me that Earth is like it's true. Though. I know that's you why Spot to, says, "What does it all mean? What does it all mean?" It's like We're I just a little ant. Like I say that when I walk around and I look up at a star, or I look up at a planet, and I'm like, "We that that planet." Like sometimes when like Jupiter's out in the sky, right? Do you know how large Jupiter is? Like. Thousands and thousands of Earths our, can fit in the eye of Jupiter. Our planet is tiny. So in the bigger picture, I we're th- just a little who from who. But from here, it looks so tiny. So imagine how we are from the rest of the universe. It's kind of how it is. Yeah, I agree with uh, our buddy Stu. He said Britney Spears needs that camera. What's with the blurry nudie selfies? She's got the weakest. Camera. Does she have like the? You know, when did they take away her freedom? Like 13, 14 years ago? Is she? Does she still have a StarTech flip phone? She's got Is that what she's taking those pictures with? Tons of nudies. She has the iPhone one. She's going berserk with the nudies, well, man. Um, I wrote that down. If you want to give me your quick answer, then I'm going to sit back and let Kavino get to Kavino. I mean, this is like all dated stuff for the most part. Dated? Yeah, but I'll um, get to it. The question today was rich for three hours, but it was great. The, the question I saw posed like uh, Jesse the Body's action figure. I saw this question posed. Did you see that this weekend? On TMZ. I did. At WrestlingCon. Britney Spears. It was cause for celebration or concern? Should we be celebrating that she's free? And hey, she's been cooped up for over a decade. Or should it be a sense of, man, she's not cooped up anymore. And first thing she does is go naked on Instagram. Concern or celebration? Well, when you read... The things she says about her dad in those captions about how he ruined her life. <laughs> it concerns me as a dad. It reminds you like how much impact you have oh, yeah. on your kid just by being you. You know, and you're like, man, I hope my kid never says any shit like that about me just because I'm me. You know, I'm not defending this guy at yeah. all, but she's no, of like course. publicly like just shitting on how he ruined her life. So when she dealt with that much trauma... I mean, it all sort of makes sense, right? I mean, you expect her to be acting like a normal person? That's the thing. You say, well, what do you expect? It seems that she didn't have a normal upbringing. 
So what do you expect from her to behave like a normal person? She's not going to. I, so I feel like we're we're getting what what's expected. I from do a person wonder that's been under the the watchful eye. thumb and watchful eye of her father. I do wonder though. You have a very creative daughter, and anyone that's got a kid that's got some talent, right? Whether it be sports or art or juggling, juggling. Maybe they have the ability to ride a motorcycle in a cage at a young age. It's in my, it's in my uh, wife's blood. Yeah, the Tice family is a long line of uh, motorcycle cage her, riders, right? Her great aunt. was It to, was uh, no, friends with uh, Ringling. No, used to ride in the balls on the motorcycles on Coney Island. That's not a joke. This is not a joke. <laughs> You never yeah. know. So you don't even know what Chris is capable of. You your don't kids, know what your wife is capable of. kids might be uh, circus. They might ex. be circus acts. Never know. It's in the blood. <laughs> they could be in Rich's family. Rich had a f- family line of circus acts too. Yeah. They were in the Dingling Brothers. Remember that? Yeah. It's fine. You don't know. if you. In, let's say you and Chris. Maybe and, uh, you guys say could connect. You had twins. What if they were like the, the amazing Sorge Brothers and, and they uh, did like uncle, a high wire act? Rich's Uncle Bozo had a lot of context. And we both have twins in our family. See? My dad was a twin. Fraternal. Her sisters are, are identical. Could have a twin circus act. And by the way, I'm, I'm just looking at our feedback. Wes in Idaho, I, the answer is yes. He goes, it's got to be that Rich and his buddies were the most normal people at that wrestling con. Oh, absolutely. Like by far. And I'm, I'm saying that kindly. Like, yes, by far, I was the most normal human being at that event. Now, and Rich is a maniac. So I should tell you something. Your daughter, super yeah. talented 12-year-old. Her new thing's ukulele, man. She's if getting you, pretty good. If you could get your daughter playing the ukulele the way she is, she's a talented kid, would you wish a, Would you wish the Britney Spears, Taylor Swift, Ariana Grande life for her if it meant the millions and billions of dollars and the fame and the being able to be an artist for your life, if it came along with what goes along with celebrity. Every parent wants to feel like Tom Brady's dad. That their kid. I wanted to cry. That their kid is living their best life and being as great as they could possibly be. And that the world embraces them for who they are and their greatness. Spot. Tom Brady's dad was crying on the last episode of Man in the Arena. But Tom Brady's dad, he's crying. I'm like, I'm just so. Tommy's really a good guy. I'm just so proud an honor to be his dad because he like, works hard oh. and he's a great guy and, and he's proud and honored to be the, the father of Tom Brady. It is heart-wrenching, heart-wrenching, heartwarming and all you could possibly want out of being a parent. It's Tom cute. Brady's dad. You, you think Tom Brady hit the lottery in life. Tom Brady worked very hard to be who he is. Yeah. Who really hit the lottery is Tom Brady's dad. Because even when he talks about Tommy, little Tommy, what a great kid he is. He refers to everything as we. Because he's there with them. That's his son. And Tom's crying like he's been there every step of the way. And that's all you really want. That's it. So I do think about that. I'm like, yeah, she's talented. Hey, wouldn't it be great if, you know, she was the next blank? Yeah, but then, um, then but I'm saying like were, that'd be awesome. But like, yeah, do you want that life for your kid? Like, I no. wonder what. I mean, would, really. would, would Britney Spears middle class? Would Britney Spears middle class? Because didn't you grow up in a trailer? I'm not trying to be rude, but didn't Britney come from like Trailer Park, Louisiana? Why is that rude? What's wrong with growing up in a trailer? Oh, but I didn't want to make it sound like I was being rude. 
But do you think middle class, middle, lower rude? class, Britney Spears, 40 year old, like mother of two, like working at the store would be better off than what Britney Spears went through as Britney Spears, the megastar? No. I don't think she'd trade in her experiences. That's what she does. She's a talent. You know, that's who she is. It was just all handled incorrectly. And and again, dude, people do their best, man. Who knows what the answers are? For all we know, her dad did his best with what he was dealing with. I don't know. I don't know that. I'm just saying, but for all we know, what do we really know? Look what money does to people. Look look at that uh, spot. Look at that movie that you and I watched. I feel like Kavino saw it too, but I feel like you, I feel like you didn't like it. The one where the Indian kid gets hit on the bike and then wakes up and the Beatles never existed yesterday. Yesterday. It's a fantastic show. It's a fantastic movie. I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was a good movie. I love definitely seen that. Okay. I know he's definitely, but I feel like he, if he would have talked about it, if he liked it though, it was good. It was good. I thought it was good. All right. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, it was I, really good. I, I and, think uh, Lily James went on to become Pamela Anderson. I thought, uh, oh my God, I forgot. Same person. Now, in that movie, not to spoil a five-year-old movie, but if you remember, he goes to see John Lennon. Because in that universe, John Lennon was never a Beatle, never got shot. So John Lennon, just like an old guy living. It kind of ruined the cinematic plot twist to, to the movie. Living in the woods. I didn't ruin the cinematic. Ruin the whole movie. That's like a huge. That's plot the plot twist. twist. Ruin the whole me, thing. To me, that's like the biggest like reveal of that movie. That's a I, good movie. Though. The biggest reveal. No, that's, no, that's right. it. All right. Well, but I'm saying, if you stole all the Beatles songs because you didn't steal them, but they never were there, that the Beatles would have lived a normal life. I I think about that with uh, like all right, Bob Saget, great life. Right, Bob Saget. Full house, stand-up comedy, household name. Died in died in his sixties. Regular Bob Saget that was not a hotel, that was not touring around the world. Regular middle class Robert Saget was an accountant. He lived to ninety. Would he trade in that you know what I'm saying? Like these stars, they die early. That's another question. Would you rather live yeah, a What rem- does Bob Saget being a star have to do with him passing away early? Because he was traveling on the road at six like would maybe it had an effect on him. I don't know. But I'm saying a lot of these are like, would you when rather be uni- when the universe is ready for you? They come for you. I think it's a, it's a good question, but subjective, you know, ask someone famous next time you interview famous people all the time. It's like, ask them. And hey, fam- would you trade it in? <laughs> hey, Brittany, seriously, would you trade in all your success for a quote unquote at, uh, normal life? Look at Betty White. She had fame and lived to 99. It, it, uh, just because you're famous doesn't mean you're dying young. And I also think or that it's taking its toll. They're famous for a reason because that was their passion, yep. you know? So that's their love. It's just, there's a lot that comes with it. So I don't think they would, they would change or trade in their passion for the negative that comes along with it. It's just some people handle it better than others. And yeah, it's, it's, it's scary sometimes. Sometimes I think about how much I want out of life, and then there's a part of me that's like, nah, you're good right here. You know? I'm like, no, but I want more. Like, nah, you're good. I, I think about it. I that's mean, a little scary. I guess everyone would always choose. I mean, it's the obvious answer. People would choose life. But would everybody choose life? Give, all right, um, I mean, you get... You know what the, you know what the, let me give you one example in spot you could try, man. Let me just give you one. From Uranus? From Uranus. Spots uh, from Uranus. I'm trying oh. to think of... All right. Hey, it's pretty spacious in here. You want to leave impact, I'm man. trying. I'm trying to, But I'm trying to think of someone that died not 
like in their 20s or 30s, like who died at like 50? Like DMX, I don't know why that comes to mind. Like who died at like 50 something? Michael Jackson, like people that died in their 50s, which is not a full life at all. When people live to 80, 90, 100. Do you think they would say a 50 year life of awesome is better than an 87 year life of nothing? Don't know, man. I, again, subjective. Yeah, but then you have to, it's all about it's their all motivation. Why are they living this life to, to provide for their later years, to provide for their family, to watch their family grow? Or are they just doing it to live in the moment and take in as much money as possible and move on? When you're DMX and Michael Jackson, you lived a hundred lifetimes in your 50 years. Yeah. That's, that's sort of my, why you might so, say, you might say, choose that life. Do you rather like, would you rather be, but what defines, now we're going to get philosophical. Would you rather be the 50 what year def- old person? What defines a quality life experience impact impact? Yeah. But family, like you, you, you don't know your impact. Unfortunately, it's like retrospect. You don't know your impact yeah. until you've left. Impact. Someday someone might find the tapes of Cavino and Rich a hundred years from now. What like, difference did you make? This show changed my life. Yeah. Well, how much joy did you bring? How many lives did you touch? We could be and the butterfly effect. But, but, but what he's you saying could be the Bill and Ted of the future. But I mean, that's did, corny, but that's the real answer. To the I, question. You, I, I JFK. JFK died in his forties, but he was a president of the United States and one of the most famous faces of the 20th century. But he died before he turned fifty. Was that a Thanks cool? Was that a cooler life than if he was John Kennedy living in the? I mean, living in the Northeast, working at a factory. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. You get to play with uh, me uh, personally. Marilyn Monroe's titties. Yeah, you all right, I have a question. You never broke. Like you said, I she love. I love too. our. I love our little pocket of where you and I live. Thickies. Would you rather be Steve Cavino? That. Ended up just, I don't know, like working with your buddy Gus doing appraisals or working with your dad doing deliveries, like regular guy, but you live to 88 years old, 90 years old. Why is the give and take? There's a good because one. Because I'm just asking a Jeff, question. Uh, would, you, would you rather so live? You're asking a hypothetical. Would you, rather, yeah, would you rather live 90 or would you rather live to 90 and do like sales or work with your buddy Gus doing appraisals? Or would you rather be Steve Cavino, the guy that got to play for the Yankees for five years? But you died at 52. Well, you see, you're correlating fame with death. That's what I said. It's, it's, it's a hypothetical. It's, it's a hypothetical. I get it, but you he turned you, it into a hypothetical. There are certain people like, you know, Jeff just mentioned Kobe died at 41. Kobe died because he was a, a prominent and affluent person who decided to use helicopters to get around. Like, great again. Kobe only so died because he was famous. He died because he, technically, if you trace it back, he died because he was famous. You don't famous. take helicopter rides around Los Angeles unless you're famous. If you if you have to get somewhere, in a yeah, hurry, you're, you're if your mode of transportation is private plane or helicopter, you're not doing that unless you're famous. So like, Kobe uh, Bryant, you said JFK, JFK Jr. died because he was of affluence yeah. and was like, I'm going to fly planes and, and ended up dying in a plane crash. Mauser brings up the point the, that uh, the, the David music died. Yeah, they were Richie, trying yeah. to get to a gig they had to get on a plane. Uh, and. That's it. But it's, Mal- so there are circ- there are circumstances where your career leads to your death. Mauser brought In that up case. That's where you make the comparison. Yeah, Mauser brought up the point that like Abe Lincoln never even got to do his uh, it's like Civil War like victory lap. Like you know he he wasn't really around long enough to see like all the all that came out of what he fought for. But he's but they lived their dream. I'm good with that. 
You know, how much Man. life did you live in that span? Did you live your dream? Did you have impact? It's going to be a different answer for everybody. Okay, that's why it was so just a hypothetical. So if you asked Dave Lincoln, he'd be like, I was okay with it. If you asked Michael Jackson, he'd be like, I was okay with it. What do you if you asked DMX, he'd probably be like, I was okay with it. Because they fucking lived their dreams out, man. Yeah. I'm sure they right. would have wanted to live more, but... What, what, all right, you know, Steve, you know, you know you if you take away... If the hypothetical is, but you take away everything that they lived for, then... What kind of life is that? You know what, you know what your job, uh, this, this stemmed from you saying Melody playing the ukulele. You know what your job as a parent is? To create a environment and give your child the tools to deal with whatever comes at them. I got a whole snap on. So that. either, either it, whether they become famous or whether they just, you know, live a, a normal average life, you want them to be able to appreciate what they have, take what comes at them, and be able to like live normally. Like you don't want them to be an eccentric, crazy person. You don't want them to be unhappy all the time. And but you want your kid to know that they can have it all, and the world yeah, is their you oyster. You want to push them if they really can, want it. You want to push them, but if they don't have the drive, you can't. Whether give you them guys want to acknowledge or not, there's something special about the most random of a machine gun Kelly. There was some. There was a belief he had inside. Yeah. That said, I am special and I'm driven enough to not just be some dude rapping in my basement, not just some dude making music for fun. Yeah. I am a have a gun. belief that I'm <laughs> bigger than what people believe and what people see. And I think there's something really special about that, whether you like it or not. And it's not for everybody, but... These dudes, these people, whether you like them or not, are living their dream. I don't think they would trade that for anything. I don't. So you think, That's who they do are. Do you think Martin Luther King Jr., if they said, hey. Who ad-libbed that speech, by the way. I didn't know that. I learned it on bullshit with Howie Mandel. Do you think Martin Luther King Jr. He had a dream. Would give up that dream and all the progress civil rights made if they said, yeah, dude, you're going to live to 90 I mean, it also, I mean, there's a lot of, you're asking a weird hypothetical question. It's fun to discuss, but like Spots is very philosophical too. Right, then let me like, give it, can I give if you a, there's, if you believe in an afterlife, right? Then how much does it matter, right? If you believe, if you have a strong faith in God, then how much does it matter? If you believe in reincarnation, you know, then how much does it matter? If you believe that your soul comes back and, yo, you killed it that, that, that round. How many rounds do we get? I don't know. But hey, man, you killed it that round, Dr. Yeah, Martin Luther uh, King. 12 rounds. Get him again next time. And then you become a slug. So if you don't win in those 12 rounds, you're a slug. So it also depends on what you believe as a person. I can't answer that for Dr. Martin Luther King. Right. I think he's a man of faith, right? So I would assume that he would say, you know, it was a tragedy what happened, but that's what needed to happen. To make change, and, and, and to create change. He was willing to fulfill to be my the, dream. I was, and I'm willing to be that then? sacrifice. Uh, and, and you know, and look at me now. I'm, I'm, he's uh, he's at a higher level somewhere. You know, who the fuck knows, dude? I don't know. All right, then. But I wouldn't trade. If you want everyone to know your name, just go to Cheers. I. It's a good one. I had another hypothetical that has to do with this, so I'll throw it out there, and we can move on. No, we can't. Would you rather? Would you rather live a longer life, but be ugly, 
No. Or be really good looking. I'm very handsome. You want to want proof? Want to hear what I heard on the morning on the radio this morning? Yeah. What did you hear? I don't want to be ugly. I have a, I have a, I have a reputation, bro. This is on the radio this morning. Picture me listening to the radio. Hold on. Oh yeah. Here, check this out. Handsome and blessed. Handsome and blessed. that madison yeah i'm like a nice guy yeah too good looking i know oh, it holds me back good son looking. of a bitch i wish i was uglier damn good looking i looked in the mirror i'm like she's right thanks madison on lithium would i want would i want to live a, an ugly guy's life no i give if it, it meant more years nope all right handsome guy dies handsome guy dies at 40 super ripped handsome guy fucked whoever you wanted or Sorry. ugly guy that never, oh, like ugly like fat ball guy that never got touched in his life, but you lived to ninety. There's pros and cons to all of this stuff. There really is. You know, the ugly guy sees life through a different lens. You know, and and I, I don't know. Spot, you want to speak on behalf of that? <laughs> I don't know. How do you answer these questions, bud? I, I'm not a good hypothetical reason. guy. I'm not a good hypothetical, you know, participant. I'm just not. Okay, that's fine. Then, then don't answer. I, I have a question. Is the reason? Do you, Would you want to live an ugly guy's life spot, but live till 90? That's like a longer life as an ugly guy. It's a I mean, tough you're life. You're still living. Once you it's die, tough. you don't know what's next. That's that not could easy, be nothing. man. I'm sorry. I'm so okay with are, being ugly. I Bill like Jackson's hypo- not an ugly guy. These are hypotheticals that like people that aren't ugly ask. Yeah, ask, an, uh, ask fucking the elephant man. See if he, how long he wanted to incredibly live. Incredibly offensive question. Yeah, I don't know. It's a fact, dude. Well, I, I know it's not an easy existence. So you're telling this guy with, an, with a non-easy existence. Like, Yo, how about you could live to 100, but you're ugly. What do you consider He's like, ugly? Yeah, like, yeah, right, anyone someone that's, that, anyone right. that doesn't look like you? No, anyone that... Uh, how are you... What, what are you playing dumb for? You don't know what ugly looks like? I put like... Define ugly because... On the inside or outside spot? Beauty is in the eye of the... Like, do I look like a... a Crusty old witch. Think of a warlock spot. Think of a war like someone that looks Brian just. Brian Ultra is a handsome man. Who? Brian and Kokomo. Yeah, he is. You said a warlock. That's what I think. Okay. I think we have actually. On a side note, I think Maryland? we have a great looking Maryland listener base. What, what's warlock? What's what's the audience? What I mean, you know when comedians say "great looking audience" tonight, I really mean that. We have the most normal. That is true. Listeners, and I'm proud of that. We do. I am. I mean, we've met a lot of you along the way. There's a few ugly ones, but I still like you guys. All right. Move on. It's an odd hypothetical. Why? Me. It's a know. good hypothetical, but I'm not like, you have to be high to really dive into it. It's like. You don't have to be high. high. Hey, by the way, I have, a, I have the most random of like deep thought, high stoner thoughts today too. So. It can't, you know, I'm glad you brought this up because now my thought isn't going to seem as weird, but 
it's a good hypothetical. Rich is saying, if you're handsome, what would you take? A handsome life, die at 40, or an ugly life, live to 90? You know, it's, a, it's, a, it's a stupid question, but you make it sound like it's a hard. Make it sound like I'm asking you like a, the quadratic my, equation. I'm saying there's no right answer because everybody's going to have a different answer. How? Me personally, oh no, that's the Pythagorean. I don't. I, I'll, you know it. what? I'll take the handsome life a, at forty. What is it? A plus what is the quadratic equation again? It's like the parentheses. A squared plus b no, squared. No, that's the Pythagorean theorem. It's a times the square root of. B squared plus two AC over B. All right, here's a here's a better question to answer this, and we'll move on to all the other stuff. JC in Kentucky gave a great question, and this is a simple one. If you can't answer this, then you're just so bad at hypotheticals. I have stated for years. That you're I understand that hypotheticals are fun. I just don't like them. I you're, really you're don't. bad at these games. Yeah, I don't like them. I just don't. I, just I don't know. I don't face. like either option. Well, that's the whole point. You know, you're not supposed to like either option. No, because if you ask handsome again, guy, what doesn't want to die young, subjective. and old guy, an old guy doesn't want to be ugly. It's all relative, man. Ask James Dean. Hey, James Dean. Let's say we made you fucking ugly, but you lived another fifty years. He'd probably say, "No, fuck that. I'm an icon. I was handsome as fuck. I got lots of ass. People loved me. I, I was smoking cigarettes with a pompadour." I was I was loved just because I'm but handsome. Then there comes a certain point in your life where you're yeah, like, not, does, why would does, I trade that? Does handsome matter after a certain age? That's it a great doesn't. point, Rashawn. Right. It absolutely so doesn't. But, but why would you want to live like a, a, anyone a, was curious. a half of your existence as an ugly person? That's not fun. Right, so then answer no, this. No matter what, it's not fun. Answer this and we'll move That's on. That's like asking any really extremely overweight person if they're truly happy there's no fucking way they are no way no how especially in america the most superficial piece of shit country in the world we live in the in the the center of superficiality we we, we put good looking people on a pedestal we follow and pay for only fans like you know are you serious like in america you think that's a fun existence nobody wants to be ugly or fat, unattractive, however you want to slice it or dice it. Okay. Uh, no, I, uh, you don't like so hypotheticals. Then you're tell, so you're telling those people yeah. who are really deep down yeah. not happy. Yeah. Who, who again, in a world where everyone's trying to change, even attractive people are trying to change to look more attractive. You're asking them, hey, you want to live another 30 years in your miserable you're existence? You're asking someone in tough circumstances, do you want to do... <laughs> yeah. the, hey, you, like, it's asking, someone, it's asking someone, do you want to live in poverty for the next 50 years or live rich for 30 years? Kind like, yeah, of. Same thing. Am, I, right. am I allowed to get plastic surgery? Because if, if that's the case, I'll take the update. Right, so and then uh, on the flip side of your hypothetical, the years, there are some people uh, that I'll embrace everyone it. with my f- new face. There are some people that are like, you know what? Hey, I didn't hit the lottery when it comes to looks or whatever. So be it, whatever. Some people handle it other, you know, much better than other people. Yeah. Other people, like, you know, every time I look in a mirror, I fucking hate myself. It's like, Jesus. All right, well. I will, one, one last question, and then the, if you can't answer this hypothetical, then you truly are. And on the, and on the sad part of that, there's yeah. actually attractive people that feel the same way. Yeah. So, you know, I don't have the answers to these questions, okay. man. If, but me personally, I, I know how life is being a, a relatively, you know. Handsome fella. Handsome fella. You know, moderately handsome fella. I'm not on the cover of Men's Health or anything like that, right? But I'm not like a mutant either at table nine. I can tell you that life's difficult. And if this is one less just thing I need to worry about, I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take that option any day of the week. You, you know, life gives you plenty to feel bad about. So I don't need like, yeah, and I'm ugly? Fuck. I don't need that. Spot, go up to... 
JC's question. I forgot. It was a good one to end on. I think it was Kavino. Would you rather be fat with a really tough inability to maintain your weight, but have a great head of hair? Or would you rather be like ripped guy that is bald? By the way, you weren't on the cover of, would you say men's health? But you were on the cover of the New York post. I was. And the cover, I was on the cover of men's girth magazine. This was in the early two thousands and New York post, which was great. Let's go Yankees, man. Let's go Yankees. Men's, Nasty Nestor. Men's girth. Nasty Nestor Cortez. Um, JC. I, I, I asked it. I remembered it. I would take ripped and bald over. I mean, I know I joke about like my hair and everything a lot. I think a ripped bald guy is way ripped more bald guy is way more accepted. Full head of hair. Fat society. Guy. Fat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to also think about the society in which we, we live in as someone you know, it's very, yeah, it's very, it's very hard out there for a, a chubbo. You don't understand. You don't get it. It's hard out there when you're limp. No, it's, it's you're looked down upon. You think people I think bet. you're less. No, I bet. Yeah. People just think that you're. People way rather struggle with. People just think. People way rather struggle with a little hair loss than like actually oh, like their general health. Like, this, my, like, my, this is my chubby friend. Uh, he's a little lesser than me. I bet. No, I'm, I bet you're right. So hypotheticals again all relative to the size of your steeple all subjective so many factors involved in those things my answers come from a superficial place because it's an easier life it just is think of how difficult i'll wrap it up by saying this think of how difficult life is already mm-hmm. now imagine you're you're overweight or like obese or on it or like noticeably unattractive add that to the mix how does that make uh, anything life, better? Life is much easier for an attractive woman than it is for an unattractive woman. Well, then more that, so than a guy. That's how I we're 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 that's guys. How I ask, see it, and we're guys asking this question. And then the real answer is, well, I don't know how tight are the screws and how good are they wired? Because you could be the most attractive person and be a mental case, and you don't even see it, right? That is and, true. And you live a miserable life because you can't even see the sun shining on you. So. You know, it all depends on who that person is. But if you're asking me in the most simplest form of what I would take, I would take the easier route, which is being an attractive, universally attractive person with a, you know, an average lifespan and then do your best to kill it in that time. Makes sense. All right. So did you like just check out? Cause now you're looking at your phone. Yeah. He asked a question. No, I, I was listening. You checked out. But you're like, you're. You're doing that thing where you just like pick up your phone and you look down. Oh, and, and I looked at know. something real quick. It's fine. I hope I no, answered you got two that hands. properly. That's not a quick look. Two hands is not a quick look. I mean, you ask me, you to wrap it up, is there a part of you, you would take a, a guaranteed longer life to be in an ugly fella? It was just a hypothetical. No, asking, we can you move on. Me. You don't I'm, like hypotheticals. I'm we asking, don't need to have hypotheticals. No. You always love to ask questions, but you don't answer them. I'm asking you. Right, if I told you right now, you would yeah. lose all your hair today. This is if no. You if you don't ask me, I'm asking you. Stop asking me. I'm asking you now. Now, at this stage of my life, vanity would take a vaccine to living. Different parts of your life, the answer might be different. I was going to say right easy now for a handsome guy right to right say. now right fuck that right He's just now, saying he lived a right, handsome life right now for you your answer right stinks. now for you you love your hair so much if I said tomorrow Steve Cavino goes bald tomorrow and you live to ninety five but you keep that hair your whole life you live to eighty two 
13, 82 or 95? 82 with that I'll hair? I'll take the 82. Over 95, Balt? Yeah. So 13 years you'd look. I wish the two of you, I could like <laughs> have the two of you have spent a day as me in like the late 2000s. You know, Spot, in the nicest way, you've you've come a real long way, man. I've, I saw a picture hard, from yeah. Mother's Day that so your sister posted. And oh, it was that a, was my brother's wedding. Your brother's wedding? That was, my God, that Spot. That was two to three weeks before I had my surgery. Yeah, man. I almost I, died at that wedding. I can't believe. Good thing you didn't do the Macarena too hard. The well, difference no, you've made. Do you know that like I had to stop dancing at certain points because of my, like, my chest? But Spot, I always knew you were a, a handsome guy, man. I did. Well, thank you. you weren't it was night. under there. Yeah, it was there. So, I mean, I'd, but know. I didn't see. I just wish I captured that a little bit before uh, age took over. <laughs> yeah, because if I had dropped the weight before, like you yeah, know, but these. maybe you would have thought you were too good for your wife or something. Maybe it took you I down a beautiful. wrong path. He said that to me the other day. He thinks he's too good for his wife. Yeah, see what She's I mean? Beautiful. She's beautiful, but maybe you're like you're like thick thighs and a fat ass. I don't know. Like you're a different guy now, so maybe you would have thought you were too good for her in those days. I'm not saying you are. I'm saying maybe you would have thought that incorrectly. I, I agree with Kyle. It's better to be an ugly dude than an ugly woman. It is very tough for an unattractive woman. I agree with that. So we're they, even being a guy yeah. with these shallow conversations, these shallow hell talks are oh, yeah. pale in comparison to what women go through as far as expectations. Easily. Men have character, right? Women yeah. get weathered. Like, oh, look at this guy. Oh, he's, yeah. oh, he's distinguished. Oh, oh. He's got a schnozzle like this. Oh, distinguished guy. Oh, gentleman. I'm looking at Adrian Brody. I'm like, look at this guy. He's the man, this guy. He looks like Ichabod Crane in real life. But I'm like, he's the man. And a woman with a schnoz like that, man, we throw her to the wolves. I was thinking Pat Riley is, must be thinking like, I would have casted someone more handsome. No, he's great. At, I'm convinced he's Pat Riley. Yeah, man. but I'm convinced that Pat Adrian Riley. Brody's the G. I'm convinced though that Pat Riley's like, I'm hotter than that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so convinced good. that Pat Riley is thinking, I am more attractive than Adrian Brody. So good. Again, I can't imagine how difficult life must be when you have to deal with that type of superficial shit as well. True that. You know, so uh, hypotheticals on the Cavino and Rich show. <laughs> but again, Rich still didn't answer the question. I want you to know Rich asks a lot of questions and I'm doing counterpunching all day. Like, he's throwing questions at me. I'm like, yeah, here's my opinion. Bam, 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 bam. Rich will say, yeah, so blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, and blah, 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 blah. But he doesn't fucking tell you what he thinks about that shit. Then again, he did open up a lot yesterday. And for that, I'm thankful. But again, you didn't answer not one question that you I posed would take life in the over, past 45 I would take minutes. life over all the vanity stuff now. But I don't know if I would have. Uh, yeah, it's a tough, yeah, you're right. It's a tough question. Hard to answer. Agreed. So speaking of life, speaking of Melody, dad life. I have a quick tip, a fun thing that I do. I'm sure I'm not the only guy, but it works for me. You have to find your moments to bond, right? And the one thing that me and my kid could bond over is music. The one thing where she's like, yeah, that's pretty cool. He knows his shit, and I like that music, so this is cool. And then she'll share some of her stuff with me. I'm like, okay, I, I, I dig it. And then I'm trying to listen into the lyrics, like what they're really about. I'm like, what kind of shit is that? And yesterday, what I do on every drive home, like I, when I drive her back to her mom's house, I'm like, all right, today's selection is, are you ready? Oh, that's cool. The fun little dad little game history, to play. Like a history lesson. Melody, 
What, are you trying to be Sammy J on the History Channel? I haven't seen him. Have you? Someone hit me up yesterday. I think it was my, one of our buddies hit us up with a still image of Sammy J, our old producer before Spot. He's killing it on the History Channel. Yeah, I told you that. Happy for him. Living his dream. Hey, Spot, I'm going to send it to the CNR text if people want to see what our first producer... Sammy J is up to. Apparently, he's a talking head on a lot of History Channel shows now. He's a he's, he's a professor. Yeah, we. I mean, whoever hit you up with that doesn't listen to the show. We talked about I it. No, we, we, we played the clip and everything. Should have clipped. Right, you played the clip. He is a. It's not. It wasn't a one time thing. He's on other things now. This is, I guess, an update. I don't know if you saw him doing this, but hey, Sammy J, good for him. You could continue. Ah. What's the matter? I'll wait. I don't want to, you know, continue on with Green Day and then back to Sammy again. There he is. Sammy Jarrus. Is he really listed as a historian? He's a historian. It's a pretty dope title. You got to be honest. <laughs> kind of jealous. Historian. I mean, I identify as a historian as of today. But he actually historian is a history teacher and knows his stuff. So yes, he is a historian. A, uh, That's not a fake you're title. A, you're in you're in nineties and two thousands rock historian. Yeah, Mikey, we can identify. It's two thousand twenty two, man. You're the ambassador for you're the ambassador of divorced dad rock. Can identify as as anything you want, anything you want, whatever you want, whatever you want. Aren't you trans Mexican? I am. Well, see? I may be white on the outside. I, I identify as wealthy and handsome. Yeah. I, I identify as skinny and ripped. Thank you. How's your fall uh, laughs today? I'm not feeling my, my, feeling all right today. All right. went to the gym, though, yesterday. I did the... Uh, what you work on yesterday? The Vato workout. I, I worked on uh, my What's Up Fools. What's up, fool? What's up, fool? Uh, oh, what's up, fool? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a good one. I did uh, 15 What's Up Fools. Three sets of them. Nice. Getting ready for our next appearance on Felipe Esparza's podcast. <laughs> Training. What's up, fool? What's up, fool? What's up, fool? What's up, fool? I did that yesterday. You've seen that clip, right? Yeah. I mean, everybody sends it to me a million times. I posted it. There's a viral clip of some Mexican dude doing what's up, fools. You've, you've seen it? I've seen what's up, fool. Oh, yeah, okay. I've seen this. What resistance bands? What's up, fool? Great. Now I can never do uh, flies again without thinking that. Creeper's my fitness instructor. I don't know if people know that. Creeper. Creeper's my favorite. Anyway, yeah, I do Cholo Fit, Rolando. I love, I love Cholo Fit. What's that? So I'm trying to, trying to get back there. Can we restart? Yeah, I want to. I don't know how Sammy J fucking had anything to do with my story. But I digest. So I try to play this little game. And I'm like, hey, let's go back in history like Sammy J. <laughs> How did we get to Sammy J? Because I said, I'm going to give you a history lesson to my kid. Oh. She's like, all right, dad, what's it going to be? Are you a historian? Because Sammy J is. So what? <laughs> I mean, I'm happy for him, but, we, you know, I am very happy for Sammy. I actually reached out to him and, and said, hey, man, awesome. I'm happy for you. So, which, by the way, I feel like that deserves a Barry Horowitz pat on the back because... Has Sammy J ever reached out to Rich Davis or Steve Covino and say, hey, guys, continued success, man. Really proud of what you guys have done. No. 
but I love the guy deep down. Well, we sort of replaced him with Spot, so. No, he had every opportunity to, to roll with us. And still, as a friend, he could be like, yo, man, saw you on ESPN. That's cool, man. Congrats to you. I never got any phone call like that from anybody, really, now that I think about it. Maybe like one or two people. But, Melody, let's go back in time. What do you want to listen to? Are you giving the history lesson? Yeah, and what I do, and, I, and I'll keep it simple, is I'll pick an album that was impactful to me or one that I haven't heard in a minute, and I'll say, take a listen. What do you think? Melody, you know Green Day? Of course I know Green Day, Dad. Have you ever heard Dookie? Let me tell you about Dookie, Melody. I know this is a crazy thought, but you got to think, I was a dumb college kid. I was like barely 17, 18. Seeing Green Day at the time for me live, I remember thinking, this is the closest I'm going to get to the Beatles. That's how hyped up they were to me at that time. Yeah. That's how big they felt and seemed to me at that time. I think in our childhood, it's, it's hard to pinpoint an album that... I feel like every single person had. I feel like every person you Dude, knew had Dookie. I put on Dookie yesterday. I don't know you, but I think I hate you. You're the reason for my misery. And I'm like, oh, my God. This is so good. And I sang every lyric from, you know, from track one to, like, when I come around by the time I got her home. Ten tracks. What's your favorite? I have different levels. They came out swinging with Longview, right? That song just was like, wow. Like Basket Case Basket and Case she. was the biggest song. Basket Case and She might be she my favorite She was my personal favorite, but When I Come Around is fantastic. When I Come Around. Right? Yeah, they're all so, good. All on the same album. I didn't even mention Welcome to Paradise or Chump or Burning Out. Burnout. I don't care no more. Right? takes me back to college and like man these guys were awesome how many tracks i got to 10 when i come around but i think are, there's well 15, 12 15. 12 15 there's a hidden track too i was alone i was all by myself so what i do is i pick one album for the ride home maybe it's when you pick your kid up from school and back whatever it is but you throw like a few songs on be like take a listen what do you think have influence and i try that's all you can do as a parent is try and I think Melody was like, yeah, you know, I didn't realize that this was the album. In her mind, she thought American Idiot was the biggest one. I'm like, no, oh, fuck no, no. that. Yeah, American Idiot, as I say way too many times on Pop 2K, for most bands, American Idiot would be their best album. But Green Day's Dookie was so good that... So good, so huge. Yeah, it's... it's uh, you know, it's funny. They had two big hit. They had two big albums, and it's hard to believe that American Idiot wasn't the biggest one, because it wasn't. They had a bunch of big albums, but American Idiot was huge. It's interesting, too, and I've said this before, but I'll say it again. From a kid's perspective, regardless of when that album came out, regardless, regardless. it just sounds like Green Day to them. Because after When I Come Around, I put on, don't want to be an American idiot. And it, it could easily be on that album. You know what I mean? It's like there's no different, no different sound, no difference other than sound quality, maybe. Because Dookie kind of lacks in sound quality a little bit when you listen to it from today's ears. But anyway, just a little dad tip, little something I do, and I feel like it's a cool way to connect, and you're like really exposing your kid. How many kids in my daughter's class, honestly, could say that, oh, that legendary album, they heard it. My kid can. You know, so mm -hmm. like I did it recently with In Utero, and I, and I had a, a hot take. I said In Utero from Nirvana 
is equally as good as Nevermind, if not better. Not as impactful as Nevermind, but equally as good or better than Nevermind. And I listened to the whole thing again recently with Melody. And I'm listening to her ears, through my ears. I'm telling her the story like, oh, this was Dad's jam, you know? And she gets fired up about it. So something I do. That being said, I move on to my story from this weekend. My kid's growing up. I hate it, but I embrace it. I try not to make her feel weird about it. Like, I always felt weird about growing up. So weird, my mom bought me those books. Remember I told you? Ready, set, grow books. I, I don't remember this. We talked about it on the show. You guys laughed at me about it. Ready, set, grow? I felt so weird because my mom put such a guilt trip on me, like, to stay her baby boy forever. And I'm like, oh, huh? Promise me you'll never grow up. I will never. I won't, mama. Never, I won't. I won't, mama. Stay here as long as you can. But okay, mom. So um, growing um, up for me was like fucking an embarrassment. Like, oh, man, this sucks. I'm going like, to like, let everybody down. Like puberty. Way, puberty is growing up. You can get the full 24 volume set for 300 bucks on Amazon. And my mom tried. She just loved her little Boise. She didn't want to, you know, see me grow up. I get it. As a parent, I get it. But I try not to like make my kid feel weird about it. Honestly, she feels a little too comfortable, I think. All these books, right? Yeah, I had them all. Read them all. Keeping your body alive and well. <laughs> Loved them. They were great. I had the whole collection. What's that making up your what? I even talked to you about like don't feel shame when you're dropping a deuce. I remember thinking that was a great chapter. Don't feel duty shame? Yeah, don't it's a feel. Good one. I remember as a kid being like, you know what? I don't feel duty shame. Thanks. I'm good with this. You know what book you need? Where the wild things are? No. Handling your ups and downs. I got to read that one again. I still got it. It's my parents' attic somewhere. A child's book about emotions. Yeah, I might have to read that one again. I don't think I read that one. Maybe that's the issue. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> it's interesting because the one about taking a duty, I'm, I'm good with. But that the one, one about whole, uh, yeah. controlling your emotions? No. So anyway, my kid's growing up. Handle your ups and downs. And like I said, I think where I felt a little bit of an embarrassment or shame or like guilt. Guilt yeah, yeah. is the word. Guilt about it. I feel like my kid's the exact opposite almost. Like, yeah, all right, I'm done with that. Can I grow up now? Cool. Handle your ups and downs. Checking them out and sizing them up. You need that. Saying what you mean. Mine and yours. The nitty gritty of family life. You're all right. You're one of a kind. Yeah, I remember a that. A consumer's one. guide to managing money. Oh, you need that one. Using <laughs> your head. Tough stuff. Yeah, I, you know what? I probably Surviving should fights. Might want to give these another read. I probably should reinvestigate. You know what it is? My, I only read a few of them. Making up your own mind. Yeah. Oh, you need that one. Danger. A kid's TV guide. I don't know what that is. And then a kid's guide to understanding parents. You I need that too. To, yeah, I might have to re reinvestigate <laughs> Honestly, these. Honestly. I think these. they can help me again. Someone needs these books. Again. See, so my mom tried. Like, she gave me all the tools. Like you said, Spot, right? Right. You got to give That's the kid the you, tools. All you can ask for. She's like, here, Steven, here's these books. And like, okay. Okay, mom. I don't like to read, but okay, yeah, This mom. one seems lame. I, I hate <laughs> this photo. Yeah, the one uh, that... <laughs> this title, that makes no sense. The one that intrigued me is the picture of the kid on the toilet bowl. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, right. I like that By the way, what's checking him out and sizing him up? Oh no! What, what is ass that? Cheeks. <laughs> what is that book? Story on ass. <laughs> Checking them out and sizing them up. Set grow. Checking. I read that in the early two thousand. Anyway, who cares? So my point is, kids growing up, and I told you, I told Spot, I felt it coming. I knew it was going to happen. But I said it here on the show, Spot. You got to take down our tickle sack songs or passcode them because it's only a matter of time before I, my kids' friends find them. 
and oh, they a, start giving her a hard time where none should be had. By the way, it's a children's book about opinions and prejudice. Oh, checking them out and sizing them up. People wonder why. See, Madison said I'm a good guy and why I'm so well-rounded. You will. Maybe it's these books. You will this stuff into the universe, though. You willed this to happen. Yo, dude, I felt it because what happened, the backstory was my daughter's friends. Remember, she was on that borderline cusp of sixth grade, seventh grade. So she has a lot of seventh grade friends, too. So they're a little more advanced than her. It's like 12, 13. Yeah, she's 12. Some of her friends are 13. Long story short, you know, I'm sure along the way, she's like, yeah, my dad's on the radio. Kids are probably intrigued by that. They start Googling shit. And oh, hey, at least we're they find go- pictures <laughs> of me and Melody on Twitter and shit like that. Yeah. And then they start teasing her about it. Because I'm talking about my daughter at that time, especially like she's a little kid. Like, oh, me and my Melody. And oh, she's the best. Love me and her daddy. Blah, blah, blah. And they're like, ah, ah, look at Melody with her dad. Ah. And then it makes her feel bad where she should say, you know, guys, fuck off and beat it and stop being a creep Googling yeah. my dad. You know, even though she gave him probably the ammo to look for it. Yeah, but I think I think more so, like, what's to make fun of? When you think about what kids make fun of, like, it's a weird thing to make fun of. You and your dad. Because you, Oh, you have a stable relationship with your father. Yeah. Well, I mean, but you can't be surprised by that. Kids are fucking nerds they're lame and they do things like that right so your dad loves you what a what a weak situation but a lot of it was how i i talk about her because kids feel like they are they're older than they are right yeah but if i'm referring to her as like my baby girl it sounds like little baby bullshit to these kids that are trying to be teenagers. Did they see, right? Did they so it's embarrassing. Did they see this photo when they did Google search? So anyway, you know, Melody called me up one day like, Dad, you got to take those pictures down. They're ruining my life. And I'm like, what pictures? You chill out. You don't tell Dad what to do, all right? But then I realized, like, you, well, you told me. It's embarrassing I remember her when, or whatever. I remember I'll, take, uh, I'll take a few of them down, whatever. So I did. Dad, why do you point in every photo with every celebrity? Yeah. You're just a like, Dad, you, why would you post that at me? I look terrible in that photo. And my friends are making fun of me. Boo, boo, boo. Right? So I'm like, damn, this is going to be an issue. And man, you know, and I haven't even, I did things in my mind in the sense of comedy or f- entertainment and, and, and as a loving parent in these scenarios. Yeah, you, you told me that your issue was more of, I remember when Melody first hit you up with this. Yeah, and we you were, were on a business trip. And you were more about... This was like, I don't know, six months ago? Yeah, you know, like Melody asked dad kindly. Like she yeah, was, she was telling out, me. She was shooting out demands. Yeah, and I was like, like, yeah, she's yeah, an emotional preteen. Right. Like, like, dad, take it down now. And you're like, um... Yeah, not when you ask like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I made it more of a thing. If she would have asked nicely, if she would have came to me... You're right. I, I made it more of a, a big deal because I'm like, you, I'm hearing like... Voices from my past. Of course. She sounds like, she sounds like, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. So anyway, if she would have said, dad, my friends that? are starting to find these pictures of me when I was little. And you said, can you please just like archive them or take them down or something like, I would have been like, sure, honey. Cause why would I want to bring any strife to her life? Right. Yeah, of course. But I would have said, Hey, be proud. You know, I would have said all those things first, but then I would have took them down. I have a question. Do you, it, was it your social media? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because sometimes if they're like just searching the internet, there's photos out there that you don't have control over. Yeah, those too. Right. So anyway, yeah. I do have control of some. So sure. But I knew that. All right. If these kids are googling me and and yeah, maybe her mom. Jeez. Like, 
your ex did a blog for people about her child. So I'm sure there's just a ton of photos of her out there. Look, Melody has to get used to it and understand right. what her parents do and right. the world they work in anyway. I get all that. But if I if taking one photo down is going to yes. make her feel better Absolutely. about things. And I mean, I'm, I'm her dad. I'm not going to make it harder. I just didn't like how she was coming at me. Right. But so, you, but you do need to prepare her. And I know you do. I know you do. Yeah. But I'm saying there are photos out there of her because both her parents are public yeah. figures. Yeah. And again, that's the world she grew up in. She grew up in TV studios, radio right. studios, her dad voice tracking all day, you know, telling fart jokes. Like she knows what her parents do and who they are. Of course. So, because that happened, you and I were hosting an event for SiriusXM. She bothered me like first thing in the morning. Take him down, Dad. I'm like, oh, man, it's a matter of time before these kids start to investigate and find the songs we made along the way. Kavino said, it's tickle sex only a matter of time. <laughs> and I said, yeah, probably. And it's not that I don't embrace the past and the things that we did, but from a kid's perspective, from an employer, a possible employer's perspective, from the 2022 perspective, a lot of the stuff we were singing about, a lot of the voices we were doing and the ways we sang these songs, they're just dated. And again, I was a 20-something-year-old guy singing about Rich Eatin' Ass. I'm a 45-year-old dad now who still thinks Rich Eatin' Ass is funny, but not what I want to be leading with, especially when it comes to my kit. So... Oh, I got to read you this conversation. It's so funny, dude. I'm, I'm sleeping the other night and my daughter hits me up, but I don't see it until the morning. I wake up at like 6 a.m. and I read this and I'm like, what? I'm like, what? And dude, I so badly wanted to sleep like another three hours or so. Yeah. But after I read this, I couldn't. So I got up and went to the gym, get my swollen. But I was like, so like, oh man, I was like sort of mortified as a, as a parent. So my daughter sends me a conversation, a screenshot conversation that she's having with a friend of hers. Okay. Who's a boy. Okay. I mean, I think he is. His name, uh, his name is, his name is Ronin. Van Th- Roninth. 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 Is it boy or girl? I don't know. I don't know. I don't man. know if he knows. Yeah. She knows. I'm, I'm not know. sure they've decided yet. So I don't want to. Anyway, long story short. It's Van Th- She's, she's talking to a boy, and the boy hits her up, and I'm going to read it word for word. This is how kids talk today, okay. all right? This is hilarious. Right. But there's a part of me as a dad like that finds everything about this awkward and inappropriate. And a lot of the inappropriate is due to me being inappropriate, quote-unquote inappropriate. Yeah, let's not forget how 12-year-olds interact. So this is how okay. 12-year-olds, 13-year-olds interact. Kid hits up my daughter. By the way, it's late at night. It's like a Friday night, Saturday night or something. He goes, ass eater is so fire. (laughs) (laughs) Then he goes, then he goes, dead ass. And now as a dad, I'm like, I don't even like you talking to my daughter like this. You know, I'm going to smack you. Then again, I'm the guy who made the song. Is it a guy? What? It's a guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a boy. Is it a cisgender Vanth. boy? No, it's just a regular boy. It's a little... it's a, oh, yeah, cisgender boy. Yes. I mean, cisgender. Cisgender boy. Regular for, for, boy. For people that don't know, cisgender means 
They're old school regular straight, yes. right? That boy, identifies as a boy. A straight boy. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'll be honest, and I'm not trying to be naive. Sometimes, even when I see certain words, I have to remind myself, like, cis, cis that means straight, right? Like, okay, so. It's a. Yeah. What does cis I mean, mean? I know. I mean, I think. I don't What the fuck do I know, dude? When someone goes, they're a cis male. That means that they're a boy that identifies as a boy or a girl that identifies as a girl, unfortunately, or just. Like being like a cis white male, it's almost like a dirty thing now. <laughs> Go on. Ass eater is so fire. It's, it stands for cissexual. Uh, cis is Latin for meaning on this side of, which is the opposite of trans. So cis is the, is the opposite of trans. Gotcha. We'll explain all that. Okay. There's yeah. a new clip about the birds and the bees. We'll play. Oh yeah, I right got to play that this. for you later. Remind, right after this, we'll play it. Oh, in Rich's garden? There's birds, bees in my garden. I'll send you the clip now so you have it on standby spot. Please do. Belly, ass eater so fire. Ass eater is fire. The, kid's got, the kid might just have good taste, Dead too. Dead ass. Think about that. The kid The kid might... Bro, the way my daughter responds, it's like, who is oh, this kid? He, the, the harmonies in that are fantastic. Now, if you're new to the show, like the Tanyas of the world, ass eater is a classic song that I made when I was about like 28 allowed, years old. Am I allowed to play it? Sure. It's about Rich. He eats ass. And I thought that was funny. Still funny. I mean, but I'm a different man. I wasn't. And the funny part is I wasn't going around eating ass. Right, it's a, it's a funny parody, let's but at the time, the like, yeah, I mean, let's play the song. Yeah. And so it makes the conversation more understandable. understandable. Yeah. There you go. Cause we haven't played it in a minute. Ass eater. To basically, I wish I had a spoon just so I could Man eat that ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ass everywhere, I'm telling you. Ass soup. Soup, 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 soup. He only comes out at night. You know that his jeans are tight. When he has a few drinks, then he starts to lose control. Scoping the nussy. Scoping the nussy. Got a spoon in his hand and he's hungry for that hole. Ass eater, tickle sack debuts Wait, album. Did I did I hear historian Sammy Jarush in that song? Yes, he <laughs> he dropped a remix, which was actually remix behind the velvet rope was uh, a sound bite from another song that we did. Is that uh, on his uh, bio? Probably not. Former member of Tickle Sack. Yeah. What was the remix sound bite There's actually a, a clip from? Oh, uh... it was another song. We did another song with all, Sammy J. All, all I know is he that threw, uh, he threw out a remix. Yeah, and we just I, I had incorporated. To, I it. used it because I needed the remix sound. He was still part of our world though at that time. Yeah, I, you know it's 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 terribly dated and funny, but still funny from the two thousands. We're talking about a parody when. So are my dreams of doing the remastered album uh, not going to happen? Think, no, of course I think, they are. I think it's funny. Because I think it's I, funny I as still, hell. I still have like all these original tracks of you guys recording, and I wanted to give them to Handsome Gabe. 
be like, hey, Gabe, take these in a studio and like tweak them and, oh, and put wait. some effects on them. No, and make them of course. Sound great. We're behind a paywall now. So, of course, we could do whatever we want in our own like world, which is called Cavino and Rich on Patreon. Like, you know how you would, rec- you would record a song like, like the same line like 20 times? Yeah. And you would rely on me to choose the best line. And I think I did. Are you talking? You want us to do what Taylor Swift did? Like Taylor's version? No, no, no. <laughs> I just knew not, not re-record. Use the original tracks from the day and just remaster the song. Well, like that's what they do when they remaster uh, old albums. They'll they usually have like master recordings or sometimes old tracks or things that were never used, and they'll piece them together and make a make a brand new album. I think we'll do that. And by the way, some of my songs, our songs, are vile. So you have to realize, as a parent, I'm like, they're equal. Oh, God. And politically incorrect. They're sexist as fuck. They're equal parts. What could be? Two, three, four. Look at this bitch's ass. Look at this bitch's ass. Press it up against the glass. We know. It's on the first album. So. Equal parts cringe, equal parts funny, equal part. I mean, dated, bro. Dated, dated, but like, again, it was all in the sense of entertainment and comedy and coming from a fun place. But again, this is my kid. I don't, I don't need my kid to know that her dad sang my Schween is long. You know, like that was a recent one. (laughs) Yeah. Like I don't need that, man. That's a good one. And again, am I to blame? Yeah. But it's also what I do for a living and I'm trying to balance that out the right way. So this kid. My With penis. nothing else to do is Googling her fucking dad. I mean, not nothing else to do. That's what people do. Don't make it sound like he Why was. Why would a 12-year-old be Googling my kid and me unless he was in, I don't know, whatever. You're really, ju- you're, like, you're, you're just getting defensive. It's completely normal. It's not normal for uh, a 12-year-old to Google Somebody my daughter unless she's talking about her dad doing a radio show. All right, if I met so someone. It's kind of like, hey, well, if stop you telling met someone, your friends that. If you met someone and like, oh, my dad does a very popular radio show and a podcast. Which, and he, if she doesn't and want this, kid, this and she this shouldn't kid, be saying that. Yeah, but I'm saying if this kid Googles it, I Google people, can't blame, you I can't, Google people in my real life all the time. You can't blame this kid. The kid's doing normal behavior. Like this kid uh, has all the spare time. Or I mean, he no. finds out his no, classmate's no, dad is no, sort of popular no, no. and he looks it up. Those songs are not easy to find. So you have to go above and beyond to be a little really? creepy boy. I mean, yes. Search. Yeah, yeah I can, bro. I can those songs, songs. You rich fucking is a, a former member of Tickle Sack. Doesn't know where to find them. Rich doesn't know we have a website. Exactly. We have a website. Yeah. So uh, I, the, Rich is a bad example. So rich doesn't know. Rich doesn't even know. There the, was a the drop down to, menu. Uh, if you go to Cavino and Rich.com, it said music. There's a drop down then Tickle Sack then a drop down. They're like, you know, they were there, but it wasn't the easiest to find. You had to really be into it. And on a mission. Nothing nothing weird about this kid who's probably... He likes my like, daughter. He likes he's, Melody. Yeah. And he was just doing what... He was fucking Googling this is, shit. This is his form of uh, hair pulling. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. All right, so, so ass eater's fire. Ass eater's so fire. Dead is. ass. Dead ass. It is. And my daughter... No, is it cap or no cap? I always forget. No cap. No okay, cap. I always get that wrong. Like no bullshit. Like yeah, like cap me. Yeah. Why aren't you What do you mean cap? no cap? I, no, no, it's an no. expression, Fred. Fred Durst doesn't get it. He hates that phrase. (laughs) It's just so stupid. All right. So no cap. Then, and again, they're speaking in all caps. Coincidentally, all caps, actually. See, when I hear my daughter talking to these kids, it's like, who are you? She goes, I've never actually listened to the shit my dad makes. Now, as a dad, I'm like, why are you cursing like that? Dad doesn't like it. What do you mean? She said, shit, she's 12. She's 12. I don't like it. Yeah. But again, she's like, I'm not saying it, dad. I'm like, yeah, but I don't like it. 
So as a dad, I, I'm you, already not liking whoa, this conversation. Whoa, you don't, dude. You're gonna what? You're you you're think, a sailor, bro. So you, you don't want think, your kids saying obscenities and, and curse words. You don't want them to. <laughs> Regardless of, of whether or not you're the guy who sang Ass Eater. That's I hear Emmy's that's, dropping F-bombs. That's funny that. as hell. It's not funny. Your it's, parents. It's, it's funny because you think 12 and 13-year-olds don't curse when they talk. You When you were 12, you they think didn't. that, oh, oh man, my I wasn't God. a little piece of shit. I'm sorry, I wasn't. Emmy's like, fuck this swing set. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, Rich isn't be like, yeah, yeah, that's a good one, Emmy. She's, talking about she's five your daughter's gonna be 13 yes. you think 13 year olds don't but say shit i'm relating to, to our, our listeners no i didn't really curse that much but kids communicate in a different way now so they're always typing shit so yeah that's very normal but as a dad i don't like seeing it yeah you, you just, think as a I'm dad sure, i'm supposed to like appreciate that i'm sure you said you would say this stuff with your friends a weird guy you just we didn't have text of it right now you have text but of I, it I, so I, would, I wouldn't can, say i was like I would, I'm sure it's I did, but I wasn't of, like a dirty mouth little boy. It's the equivalent of you being in the, your parents being in the other room and you were on, pulled the phone cord up into the, into your bed. <laughs> ass eater. So fire dead ass. I mean, it is. I've actually never listened to the shit my dad makes. Holy shit. It's too scary for me. <laughs> no, it's so good. I'm physically incapable. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what my my daughter's saying. It's remixes of other songs, Melody. You gotta listen. Remixes, I like that. Oh, this kid's like, Maybe this kid's like the next star. Maybe, maybe he'll, oh, maybe he'll take our songs and make them TikTok famous. Melody goes. I've never Imagine. even heard it, and I already know it's mid. <laughs> and now I got mad again. I'm like, wait, hold on. What do you mean your dad? What do you, what do you mean dad's stuff is mid? Kevin, I was like, what does mid? Urban dictionary. Mid. Like, like, I know, like mediocre, mediocre. like mid-level, I'm dictionary. guessing. Mid-level, like, yeah, mid. it's not quality stuff. I don't care. It's my dad. Uses an insult to degrade an opposing opinion, labeling it as average or poor yeah, quality. Average. Mid. It's <gasps> mid. How could, how could you not figure <gasps> so that right out? Now, hold on. At this point, who are you more? What are you, who <gasps> mad? Are you mad at Melody? I'm mad at Melody. I'm uh, mad that she said her dad's stuff is mid. She downplayed her dad's stuff. So I'm like, what do you mean mid? <laughs> We waited. Insult to degrade. is fire. We, uh, here's this a, kid's right. Now, well, I'm, now I'm torn. I'm like, what's the kid's we, name again? What, Ronson? We waited. Rowan. 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 Yo, this kid Rowan is onto something, Melody. Here, use it in a sentence. We waited on that album for six months, and it was mid. Man, that hurts. Yo, that she stinks. said. She, I, I'm offended by Melody that. said Tickle was, Sack is mid. She's trying to downplay it. Like, yo, listen. Right, next time I see her, I like, want yo. you to be into me, not into my dad's stupid song. I say, yo, I hear you, th I hear you think Tickle Sack was mid. I'm gonna say oh. that there. Like, you know, I produce those sh that shit. Melody, it's remixes of other songs. I've never even heard it, and I already know it's mid. She's got some nerve. And then he goes, Ass Eater is a parody of Maneater. So I give him credit for knowing Maneater. This guy, I, I'm starting to think this kid's well versed. But I don't like him. He's 13. Talking to my daughter about eating ass. Meanwhile, I'm also the guy that sang the song. So, you know, I'm conflicted. I don't like it, but I knew the day was coming. Now, I'm sure this kid sent it to all his friends. Like, dude, ass eater, hilarious. Hey, Tickle sack. I, ah. I agree with Preston. Your daughter roasted you. <laughs> no, she doesn't care. It's like you use the same example all the time. Richie Sambora's daughter was like, yeah, my dad's kind of a nerd. Didn't she say that to you when you interviewed uh, her? Like, she's like, yeah, I'm I didn't not into I didn't, I, did, I didn't interview a nine-year-old, but. Tickle sack is mid. It is, but I, uh, but no, I, I did. One of the bosses was like, Hey, can you and the from hits one show around, uh, 
show Richie Sambora and Heather, and Heather Locklear's kids the studio. Like they were like they were visiting, you know, Greenstein and the bosses at SXM. And I remember Sambora's and Locklear's kid was like, yeah, my like my parents are sort of lame. And I'm thinking and that was when it dawned on me that no matter who you are, there's going to be times where your parents yeah, you know, so like, she's just trying to downplay it. Like, hey, you know, and Melly also knows, like, <clears throat> this is weird. I don't want these kids now sharing all these songs amongst my friends. Like, it's embarrassing to her. So I understand that. Then these kids are so bold and their perspective is so off. Multiple kids, all these little kids started tweeting at Kavino and Rich saying how fire these songs are. I was like, oh, no, this is a nightmare. I blocked them all because I'm an adult. And this is adult content, and I don't want parents to know that I I'm mean, contributing to the... Her and friend, I know they her friend seems like Her friend seems like he's got a good sense of humor. Doesn't matter, bro. I'm, the kid, I'm Melly's father, you idiot. I'm not their pal. So I'm not here to, like... I didn't write Ask Eater for my kids' friends. I wrote it for you guys. So multiple kids start hitting us up on Twitter, like, Tickle Sack rules! Tickle Sack's the best! You don't think, Ask uh, Eater's fire! You know, what do I want to hear? But, what do I want to hear next? Yo, Melody, butt crack sex is the jam. Don't think I little, don't need that. You don't think little Jenny Jenny Sins's friends have seen her father's work? Bro, I don't care about other people. Little this Jenny is how Sins. I want things to go. So, long story short, I didn't bring up Sammy J and all the other things. So anyway, to wrap it up, I knew the day was coming. Yo. I had already asked Spot to do this. And he fucking blew me off, and I I'm not blaming not you. Yeah, you blow, did. I didn't blow you off. And I, it's I, not just about my kid. It's about God. all it takes is you didn't, one person. You didn't explicitly asked me. You said maybe we should. All it takes is one person, a potential employer, to hear me talking about butt crack sex, singing in the voice of a black man, or take it and go uh, parody that I did on the perspective of an Indian person, can you, can you, or some sexist shit about blowing loads. All it takes is one potential employer to hear these songs and say, yeah, I don't know if these are the right guys for the job. So we never we never took agreed. them down because I'm proud of them to take them down. Okay? Well, dude, do you think I'm saying these things like no, for I just, fun? I just don't want people to think that I I blew no. you off like that. Well, if you had said I meant take them down or well, and if anything, I would have done it. If anything, then this was a reminder. Rowan reminded me that yeah, not only do I not want my kid or her friends to hear me singing uh, jazz cafe, but. We could be I don't want potential employers because guess what? It's not making us any money. It's not that we're gaining any revenue from it. If anything, we could be losing a great opportunity because of it. So it's counterproductive these, to where we want to go. So what we did, long story short, is we didn't take them down, but we made them passcoded. So if you're a tier one plus or a tier two plus subscriber, in your email, in your I'll notifications, send, send out a post. You're going to get a, a password that you could use if you ever want to access these songs from our website. So now, if you go to CavinoAndRich.com, yeah. music, tickle sack, it's like, oh well, enter the passcode. Bam. New England clam chowder. Yeah, you, you'll have a passcode to access um, the songs, but it's behind a paywall, so I'm okay with that. I'm okay with those songs living on a subscription-based level for you. I, I but agree. As a parent, and as someone who's trying to take his career next level. As funny as I, st I'm wearing a Yank D's shirt right now. As funny as I still think that stuff is, I'm and as sure. immature as I still am, I don't need my kid or her friends What's to knowing keep that I'm the guy that's saying <laughs> caboose. What's to keep your uh, daughter's friends from plopping down a few bucks to get our 
our subscription. Then that's on them. They went okay, out of their yeah. way okay. to pay for it. All right, you know you. what I mean? Like you're off the hook at that point. Like new hey, subscriber Rowanth. <laughs> Ten dollars. Oh, he's tier two too. Oh, yeah, but honestly, no, he's got to go for the plus. His parents must sauce. have his parents must have money. But he's got to go for the plus. That's the beauty of being behind a paywall and a Patreon. Do what you want because no one could say shit because it's not like you were throwing it out there publicly. Someone paid for that honestly, shit. So you're I, hey, I agree, they paid uh, for that content. I, think, I agree hundred percent. The worst, the worst was Melody saying mid mid. Yeah, but the worst yet greatest thing could be if we went TikTok viral. With all our fucking old Tickle Sack songs. I think that could be the worst yet greatest thing ever. I Agreed. always want to create a Tickle Agreed. Sack account. Uh, I always want to create a Tickle Sack account. Nope. Completely independent of Kavito and Rich. And just start posting the song. And the side, the, the side nuggets. I'll do it with story. like a mask on so no one will know who it is. Some of the kids felt bad that we blocked them. Because they really were like, yo, this is cool. Exactly. Where I'm like, Are they well, why would you block them? Because who, this 12-year-old kid is coming to yeah, but why would their you friend's dad talking about them? eating ass? Yeah, but don't block him. I'm, just a, I'm a parent, him, dude. Look at Gabe, look at Blocking Gabe. a kid. I blocked him because Gabe it's say? adult content. I'm what not saying say? I'm okay with that. Look what Gabe, I'm okay with that. what Gabe said because I, it may, it's Imagine true. if Adam Sandler blocked me from listening to his 1993, they're all going to laugh at you when I was 12. That's okay, man. It's Again, if they want to go out of their way to find it, so be it. And then on a the side note, Melody's like, can you kind of respond to some of them? Because they really did like your stuff. They think it's cool. And I'm like, now yeah, you're whatever. It, I'll, I'll be nice to them. Don't now worry you're about making it a worse situation. Now you're making it worse for Melody because you're shunning I, the, the kids. I'm, no, I'm not. Stop trying to fucking turn this like I did something. I did nothing. I'm protecting the kids who are already influenced by a hundred million things that are a lot worse than that. But I'm not going to be the guy. I would, I would never respond to the kids, but that's I wouldn't my block. point. Blocking them is sort of like, that's proactive. Like you're no, doing something. I'm proactively saying this is adult content, kid. Beat it. You're 12 and don't talk to someone's parent. Can you imagine if you were a kid talking to a girl's dad about eating ass? What are you? You're a little bald for me, kid. You trying to fuck with you me? Know, it's, like it's, you it's guys are like at it off your rockers. No, I would have never, as a little boy, reached out to a girl that I likes dad to be like, "Yeah, man, that song eating ass is great, right? Eating ass is funny." Like, no, you're, but yeah, I'm a parent. Twitter, Respect me. It's chill difficult. the fuck out. It's difficult. Know your role. No fucking be reaching because, out to me. Like you know, I understand. It's very hard for certain people, like in the entertainment industry, to distinguish between professional I'm lives and private lives. Like, you know, there are, are actors who have children and these actors are in sometimes R-rated movies. But when the, they go out in public, they don't want their children to be like filmed or taken photos of. And you have to respect that privacy in private and in the private lives. But when it comes to your public life, it's like you can't control what people kids have access to. Yeah. Yes, you can. No. You yes, can't. you can. No, Meaning you can't. They can watch all the smut and trash that they want. It doesn't have to be coming from Melody's dad. I mean, this is your, this is your, you just have not getting, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to contribute. I agree. I agree. It's, I agree. it's just so, so slightly playing devil's advocate here. And it's, I agree. It's, it's I have no, pro I have no all, hold on. I have all, no problem. I have no problem with what on we all did. accounts. I have no problem with what we did because it, it's layered Neither with, do I. it's layered with, Hey, this could look bad to a, a future PG or these kids and their employer. parents and everything else. That part. I think that's on them. That's on them. Yeah, you cannot I, I, control I, yeah. kids from going to on the internet to find things, which they do, and they find dark shit. You cannot control them from going to a streaming service and finding things. You can, you know, it's like I'm not trying to I control watched, that. I watch. I'm trying to control our the, content. I watched the first episode. I watched that. the first episode of Euphoria last night. Right? Have you guys watched it? 
Bro, I, I've not. But, but the girl in Euphoria, his grandparents said that she had the best tits in Hollywood. Right. <laughs> Who is that? It's a. T- and that's it's normal. A, What's all that? It's a, you know, it's a young adult show, but I guarantee you, there are people, twelve, thirteen, watching this stuff. And of course, because you can't control or police exactly. that. But I can control my content, and I can control. No, you can't. Our, yes, we can. Yes, we can. To some degree, you can't make it. You don't have to make it so easy for my kid and her friends to fucking be singing butt crack sex. I heard they voted uh, their class song. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's dead and ass. that's what I did. Dead ass. So dead ass. it's still there, I'm just, just a, behind I'm, a passcode spot. Thankfully, you know, got it done immediately, and I did appreciate that. So uh, that's the story there. Because, you know, hey, kids are growing up, and they're starting to realize things now. Now, because we're trying to figure out all the things we were talking about or supposed to talk about yesterday, I'm just throwing this out there. Mother's Day should have been a day where, like, there was no booty pics, right? Like just pics no, of you as and your long mom. As you post a photo of you and your mom first. Is that the rule? Then you can post your ass. Okay, because I still saw a lot of women and people promoting things like that wasn't Mother's Day. And I sort of do think I, I still find it insulting <laughs> to moms. Yeah. When people are like, "I'm a dog mom." Yeah, fuck that. Really upsets me more so when I see what moms, like real moms, do. I love like it. when you see when you see moms that are dealing with kids and sick kids and getting ready for school and doing everything and especially moms that are you know working moms and single moms and packing lunch boxes and taking kids to dance practice and little league games and all that and then someone's like i'm a mom and, they, and they're holding like their little puppy I'm like, you're, not a, mom. I you're not a mom you're not a mom someone took the you know the the kid with the forehead vein where he's like struggling yeah, oh yeah, yeah someone took that and like uh, uh women on mother's day waiting to say that they're they're dog moms no, that you know that's Women how with dogs on Mother's Day waiting to say their dog moms. That's how all of Melody's <laughs> friends felt when they realized I pass coded the songs. Dead ass. Yeah. Oh, that oh, Rowan is like he's trying so hard. I to agree. Get, I agree. He wants to hear ass eater again so bad. I agree with pass coding it at all. But right. I, I the only thing I disagree with, Honestly, and and it's it's really just a little thing is. I think you don't react to the kids hitting you up on Twitter by blocking them. Then they might be like, Melody, your dad's like Those mean. And then all of a sudden Melody, like, I just think ignore the kids. The I'm not their friend. They're the maturity level I'm of a, a 12 or 13 year old. Yeah, they're great. Do, do you block, right in their wheel do, that's why <laughs> it's hey the man, maturity level a of a 13 year old. I don't need, look, they could watch all the smut they want. It doesn't have to be from Melody's father. The end. Can it be from, and it, and it won't be. Can it be from Melody's father's friend? <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, don't, sure. I don't care what you do. So, there's another story. This is a parental Clearly. story too, but it has nothing to do with me. It's a good one, Rich. You're gonna like this. All right. Oh, by the way, you said uh, you wanted to break it up with that the birds and the beast. Oh yeah, yeah. Can you pull it up and yeah. I'll take a quick break. Have they seen the? Have they seen you on the boat? By the way. Rock on! No, because look, I could be the greatest guy in the world, the most entertaining guy, and I I told Melody, Melody, what you here's what you need to know about that show. I said, that's not a comedian, but. The radio sort I know, of my told me. The radio sort of my stage. <laughs> yeah. He's so like, I'm like a radio comedian. He's like, like it's all out of fun and, and entertainment. You know, like the the radio and the airwaves. That's Dad's stage to do his comedy and make his stupid jokes and to make his stupid songs. And you know that's what they expected of us then. And I hey, I'm proud of what I did and I love it. But I don't want your friends listening to that. So and she and understood she, that. I'm guessing. No, she actually. This was actually a moment where she didn't care did i not make that clear remember when she asked me to take those pictures down she yeah. cared about that she thinks she, she thought this was funny because her friends loved it right so she never ever came to me with like dad you're embarrassing me 
she I just did it because like fuck yeah she never had an issue Tickle with it. sack might be make might make her the popular kid yeah she never <laughs> had let me make that very clear yeah. Melody never had a problem with me and the songs um, but I was a little mortified that her friends were listening to it and then telling her about it little line crossing yeah to but me. i mean like that's you're i mean i agree i'm i'm not playing devil's advocate because listen when my kids are older i'm gonna i'm not gonna want them listening to uh ass eater songs however you do work in the entertainment industry right Ro- rowan thinks you're cool he said on monday he wants you to call him from my phone you're I'm, famous on the show. They really like the songs. Oh, see, so there was on. never an issue. I was just like, okay, now it's time to really take all, it down. All I'm saying, Cove, is ruin the fun. You, at the end of the day, you must remember I that respect you are you, you are an entertainer. Sarah Shahi's got three kids, and she's showing her nipples all over Netflix. You know how many women and Doesn't men matter. have done nudity it's good for them? Hey, guess That's what, not G? me. Every Sharpie Jason Siegel showing his penis and uh, good for them. What movie, and it's on Netflix now. What is it? One of my favorite Forgetting movies. Sarah Forgetting Marshall. Sarah, Sarah Marshall is now on Netflix. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. He shows his junk and this guy shows it. So is U.S. They have These people grow up and have families. Short of a porn, celebrities are all going to have some type of, is Melody offended that her mom has like booty shots on the internet? That's on them. I, it's up to her. She's going to be like, mom, take down the picture of your butt and max them. That's... For her to decide. So, like, is Melanie offended? This is how I decided this photo to that exists on the internet. That's a weak photo. <laughs> oh, that's the worst photo. It's <laughs> a weak photo. I'm if offended. Anything, I don't want that taken. I have now. that picture on standby in case anyone ever says that. If if any of us ever said if if we ever get accused of being gayist in any way, I'm gonna be like, uh, how's that possible when we're gay? <laughs> 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 oh, okay. they, they got they got a point. Yeah, if we if if, if there's ever a, a scandal where it's like Kavino and Rich said something that someone in the gay community had offense to, this is our coming out oh, photo. And if you're no, not on tier two, it's Kavino and I at a Soul Cycle appearance where we're wearing sleeveless shirts together. Yo, it should be the one. No, it should be the one where we're in San Francisco on the trolley. Oh, that's the best. <laughs> that should be oh, the I one. Find that now. What do you mean we said gayest things in our tickle sack days? No, we. I mean, I mean, are we, al- are we allowed since we're a couple? I mean, we've been gay all what are you talking about so we should have used that during our negotiation with sxm a year ago or so yeah you got to play this clip oh you're you're not gonna uh you're not gonna give a good offer to your uh your 15 year running gay show what you heard me (laughs) there's uh there's a clip that rich sent me yesterday you know it sort of tackles what we just spoke of on how different these kids are today you know this kid identifies as a as a as a as a bird this kid, he identifies as a... I'm a hippo. A hippo, you know, like... Why were we in San Francisco again? Why were we in San Francisco? I think for a car event. I don't oh, remember, dude. I can't, why were we there? We've, we've uh, the done, Super Bowl one time? Super Bowl was in Super San Francisco? Bowl? Oh, yeah, that was We it. went to the Super Bowl 50 in San Francisco, and we went to Cavino uh, and I, and I think you might have been there, too. Remember we saw Weezer at some car event? Were you with us or no? No, that was in Vegas, I thought. No, San Francisco. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't there for that. So it must have been trolley. All right. Well, spot play the play the clip of the the birds and the bees. Hey, Preston and people hitting us up. I don't care about Melody's mom and what she's okay with. It's about me and what I'm okay with, and what I feel uh, is okay uh-huh. and appropriate uh-huh. and things like that. Uh-huh. I mean, wh- whether or not Jason mm-hmm. Siegel uh-huh. gives a shit about his future kids seeing his dick in a movie, uh-huh. that's on him. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Mm. That has nothing to do with me. 
Yeah. Let's see it. Oh, sir. <laughs> hey, it's difficult being a parent these days. Because when you talk to your kids about the birds and the bees, not only do you got to explain the birds and the bees, you got to explain the bees and the bees, the birds and the birds, the birds that used to be bees, the bees that used to be birds, the birds that just look like bees, the bees that look like birds, but still got a single. So funny. So, yeah, so I true. Hate, I hate that this woman just sits there laughing and got 4.1 million views. It's funny because it's true, I hate man. That shit. Yeah. I hate that shit. Rock on. Rock on. Come so when my, my your own content. daughter's talking about these kids, I'm like, who's that? And then there's a whole other conversation to have on another day. It's like, how do sleepovers work in today's world? When this guy's a Peter Pan sexual and and he still has a penis and this one's gay, but really oh, yeah. isn't. And that one's a boy who used to be a girl. It's like, how do sleepovers work? That is, that's a conversation that to me, so tricky because if your daughter's like, dad, I'm going to have a sleepover with, with Xander, like the boy. Well, he's a boy, but he's not a boy. You're like, yeah, but he's a boy. Yeah. But dad, Xander is uh I'm like, does he have a stinger? <laughs> so yeah, it's it's one of those. Yeah, so now you know, there's, another, know. there's another story in the news in the world of parenting, but it has nothing to do with me, and it's more of a what would you do sort of fun story. It's not like you know, not a hmm, hmm. daddy time. It's not daddy time story. This is a gonna get you maybe a little angry. Oh, or maybe not. Now I have this love hate thing with Mario Lopez. Stinger. <laughs> I think he's a cool dude, but there's also something about him that irks me a little bit. Is it his uh, fake face looking? Fake face? By the way, this is the How could anyone call us photo ever? ever gayest? <laughs> Look at us on a trolley in San Francisco. <laughs> I've never seen the two of you happier. Like your, le legs. your legs are crossed. That's Look at your legs crossed. Cavino and Rich are gayest. No, we're off. not. So Take bad. away the cyst. You know what, Rich? <laughs> <laughs> Drain that cyst. I think I, I was smart enough to see the future, and I took that picture for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> You're just in so case. happy. Is it true that Steve Cavino has made some uh, homosexual jokes? Uh, think again. Yeah. <laughs> Bam. San Francisco trolley. We're hanging Steve off of it. Steve Cavino, the San Francisco treat. Rich is wearing summer sperries. I'm wearing summer spares in a button sweater. We're wearing, we're wearing, we're wearing matching zippies. Oh, man. All right, so Mario Lopez. Man, man oh, man. Spot. There's a lot of things about the guy I admire, but then there's a personal sort of way that he rubs me that I'm not that cool with. Like Mark Paul Gossler, to tie it into Saved by the Bell and a guy we brought up before, when you talk to him, there's something very real about him, right? Like, yeah. Bring it in, man. Like, yet there's something so fake about Mario Lopez where you can't get past that threshold of, of his own fame and of ego course. or something. Yeah, it's right. It's, it's there's a he knows us, but he'll act like, yeah, what's up, guys? Yo, when, what's up, guys? And Gosler will be like, yo, fuckers, what's up? Bring it in. And there's a there's a realness that Mario Lopez lacks, and. Yet I still respect all the things he's into and yeah. down with and his career and everything You're essentially else. essentially the same. Yeah, we're into a lot of the same things. It's wild because I follow him on social media and I'm like, got a lot in common with this guy, but something about him. Like he's so protected maybe 
You know, because he's been famous so long. Hey, what's up, fellas? How are you? Yeah, cool. All right, stay well. Yes, yeah, like, hey, know, robot man. I know you know us. And, you uh, could like loosen up yeah, a little and, bit. And you know what? I'm I'm guessing it's always because he's probably guarded on the way to shoot something or coming back from shooting something. But I picture Mario Lopez with a permanent matte finish. Yeah, like never he shiny great, head, never a blemish. Like I feel like anytime I've seen Mario Lopez, interview, party, red carpet, airport, <laughs> store. He is like, and remember my ex worked with him and worked with him closely. Like I remember him being on the phone and like, I'd be talking to her and he'd say stuff to me over the phone and he'd be like, Hey mama, you're like, who's that? And I remember he was having a kid the same time I was having a kid. So there was that sort of, Oh man, congratulations moments. And I would see him backstage and you know, I think a lot of his kid think tickle sack is fire. Maybe. I don't know. No dead ass. Dead ass. That's a whole other thing, too. I think um, a lot of people identifying with celebrities that had kids around the time they had kids. Right, so I see his daughter. I'm like, oh, he's Melody's age. Wow, they're growing up. Crazy. But Mario Lopez, for as awkward as that wall appears to be, there's a lot of things I admire about the guy, right? His love of fighting, the fact that he actually gets out there and he mixes it up and he's into fitness and tequilas and living life. And he looks great. But another thing I really admire is his little son. I don't know if you've seen his relationship with his little son, no. but he's the greatest little kid. And I only know this again through social media. And he's talked about him with us. He has a little boy named Nico and his kid Nico. seems to be like the nicest little boy. Like he seems like a great little kid that strives to be everything. Like his dad is his dad's a talented guy. Yeah. Could dance, right? Could could box, could do all kinds of things. This little kid does all of those things. And you see this simply by following them on social media. So this little kid, he, he's wrestling. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure that's a super proud moment for Mario Lopez, who's into wrestling. And that was part of his Slater character. This kid's wrestling and he seems he to be this, really good. Does he wear the same singlet? Does he wear the Bayside High singlet? No, but you have to imagine that this kid's probably provided with some of the best coaches and he's probably a lot better than these other kids right and his dad mario lopez who has knowledge in that arena i mean that is a big assumption because a lot of times celebrities will just send their kids to these maybe training i don't think schools they're not like hiring the private people to train them but again that that was the point of sending them to these things my whole little take on mario lopez but i do admire his family life he seems to be really all about his family and here, here he was, playboy one minute, family guy the next. You got to respect that. I do. Got to respect see, yeah. the Lopez. I, I see him with his family, and I can only be like, good for you, dude. That's cool. But his son is great, and he's a cute, cute little kid. And you can see he's all into wrestling and stuff. And, and Mario Lopez posted a, a video the other day. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. When I think Mario Lopez, when Spot thinks Mario Lopez, he thinks Maroon Singlet. When I think Mario Lopez, you talk about family guy. Mm-hmm. I think that he looks like he's got a great family life that was so close to not happening because he was engaged and only broke up with, I believe, what, Allie Landry? Yeah, the because Dorito girl. The Dorito girl. Who was beautiful. Because he got caught cheating, what, like the day before their wedding or something? Yeah. Something absurd. Like he, he cheated yeah. at the bachelor party or did something and... He was not ready for marriage and now he's super family guy. No, like but said. that's what I'm saying. Like you gotta, you, you gotta think like, talk about, not a close call, but talk about like a life changer moment. 
So, you know, I just had Melody. He had his daughter, but he also had another son and another son. His middle son is at a wrestling tournament. And it gets a little weird. I want to know what you think and what you would do or how you would handle this or is it acceptable? Is it ever acceptable? Mario Lopez tweeted out, under no circumstances should another parent grab a child that isn't theirs. This happened to my son during his wrestling tournament. Parents need to show more respect and restraint than the kids who participate in youth sports. So his son is like dominating some little kid, some little Gregors, right? Yeah. The dad doesn't seem to like that his little boy is being manhandled. So he yanks Mario Lopez's son off him, like aggressively. What? Like, I would love to know how Mario handled this afterward because I can't imagine watching that. And the, no. the video and the clip is is there for you to see. That's he wild. posted it. Imagine yeah, you you can't be you can't in any aggressive way be touching someone else's it's kid. It's kind of aggressive. It's kind of wrong. I would imagine Mario Lopez <gasps> wanted to punch this dad in the nose. So in other words, guys, put yourself in his Mario's got weak shoe game. Can we before I just pulled up the Instagram? Yeah. But the main page, can we just take a can we pause for a moment? Sure. Just to appreciate Hillary Duff. I mean, dude, I was going to get to that. So, yeah. Hillary Duff. Sorry. Well, I'm a it fan. Was, it was right there. I just had to. There's something very likable about Hillary Duff. Yeah, I know. Yeah, stuff. No, I her think stuff. just. I, yes, oh. I agree, but I don't think that's she what I. She would not pass the barbell challenge. Yeah, but no, that's she not. Wouldn't. That's not. Uh, or no, she would pass, I guess. I, th- I think Hillary Duff's looks are secondary to me. I just feel like she seems like a really good person, too. Because there's a lot of good looking people that are shitty. I think Hillary Duff's a good person. All right, go on. With a fat ass. All right, slow down, Tiger. You're the Tiger. I'm sorry. I'm looking. I already saw those pictures, so I was looking through feedback. Oh, sorry. <laughs> One thing you guys <laughs> failed to recognize. Uh, video. It's inappropriate for an adult to be talking to a, another 12-year-old. So that's why I blocked them. Like, I don't need these kids on my page. Yeah, but you're not talking to them. Blocking them is like a, a move. It's the whole thing. Okay, that's fine. Do what you want. I don't care. I give a shit. Saying I would if a man was talking to, to Melody on social media, that would not be okay. Yeah, but I'm not saying talk to him. You blocking them was an, a proactive move. I'm just saying I wouldn't have done anything to each. It, it's, either way is fine. But again, like it's, it's blocking hey, them from what? Our t- t- Fox Sports tweets? Doesn't matter. You know, I was like, why are they talking to me this way? I'm okay. her parent. Wow. Okay. Oh, wow. I'm watching the video. Yeah. This, this is so not- back to Mario Lopez. Right, Sorry on. for the mm-hmm. Hillary Duff. Sorry, I got distracted. It was right there. Yeah. It was right there. Hillary stuff. But again, imagine you're Mario Lopez. You're a celebrity. You're recognizable. Everybody grew up with you. And you're there just trying to live a normal life, and your kid is excelling. What I can what can I what I gather from this kid is he excels. Yeah. Right? And again, Mario Lopez type of guy who like I could see he's like real into like pushing his kid in these directions. From a good place. He, he's an athletic, yeah, talented yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. So why not try to yeah. push his kid I don't to mean greatness? That in, I don't mean that in the best. Encourages is the word. Encourages kid to be great. So here's his little son dominating this other little kid in a wrestling match. Right, so and another the, parent yeah. puts his hands on the kid. I'm like, so Lopez that's Lopez's kid. kid on, there he is on top. That's Lopez's kid on top. Wait, wait for it. Another parent comes in. Watch. There's me in the background. Junkin'. 
I think, I think that's a little aggressive. Now, who uh, gets who gets in the face of the parent? Is that uh, just like another dad? It looked like another dad. Like, yo, what are yeah. you doing, man? You don't put your hands on another kid. So Mario Lopez's Ever. kid is on top. That's yeah. Mario Lopez's kid. There's me in the background. <laughs> now, another the parent of and the boy who's getting whooped. Right. Yanks him off. He comes, takes yeah. him off. Oh, oh, yeah, you better, you better back it. off. It wasn't that aggressive, Bro, but you don't you're touch your kid. You're it wasn't. Your I mind. thought. I thought we dragged him off. He just he he pulled them off the other kid a little. I I don't I don't think it was good, but I, I thought it was gonna be worse if it's if it meets your aggressive standards. That's a no no. Yeah, he said under you read it right. Yeah, yeah, under no circumstances is that okay. But then I want to pose the question for the sake of conversation. You know, there was also a time where disciplining where the thought was it took a village to raise some kids. Yeah. So take. Again, this is a wrestling match. Unacceptable. But in real life, in real life, let's say it was in the playground. Yeah. Let's say it was in front of your house. It was in the neighborhood. Did you say the playground? Now is there an appropriate time? Yeah, I, I'm all for it. Really? Yeah. yeah um, I mean, like, if you're, if you're a parent, right, and you see some other boy doing, like, some fucked up shit or something, maybe to your kid or another kid... Now is it okay? I, I agree with uh, some of the feedback. That Mario Lopez wrestling clip. Yeah. Not aggressive, but unnecessary. So, like, I don't know where I stand on it. It wasn't like he tossed the kid. He pulled when his legs When it's your up. kid, it's aggressive. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I, 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 when so, it's your kid, it, like, I, 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 I feel like I know this little kid only from, again, all the videos he posts. He's a proud, proud dad. And I really think this is a great little kid. I really do. I think all these I things. Say that kindly. When I, I, when I saw it, that shit was aggressive to me, no matter how aggressive you think it is. I think as far as touching someone else's kid, it's all circumstantial. Let me explain. Yeah. I've, I did this so, so for such a short period of time, so it doesn't even count. But if you remember, for like three months, Melody and Melody, Emmy played soccer in Texas, right? right? It was short-lived. It was, a, you know, we lived in Texas while yeah. we were finishing this house, right? Emmy played soccer for, let's say, three months. So we're talking like probably 10 of those 12 weekends. Remember that the other dad's like, hey, can you help me coach? Because he was fucking clueless. Yeah. I don't know soccer, but I know I'm pretty good with kids, yeah, right? I forgot about this little phase. Yeah, I mean, but, was I was, a soccer but I was, pr I'm, I'm good with kids. Remember he was like, the, the coach wasn't yeah shit. Yeah, but the coach like, was sort of a dud and he actually asked me to help me and I was like, all you got to do is be like, all right, kids, we're the dinosaur. They were the dinos. So I was like, all right, growl. Ah, we. So I was having fun. I did realize very quickly that parents want you to get in there if it's the right circumstance. Like, let's say all the kids are lining up to take kicks. And I'm like, all right, kids, make a line. If they're not listening and you're like, all right, come here, little buddy. And you pick them up and put them in the line. No one's going to care if you touch their kid in a like helpful sport way like if you help a kid a little kid t-ball and you pick him up and move him in the batter's box or you're teaching a kid how to get him in a line and kick a soccer ball or all right you take your hands and do this like i think people are so scared to touch anyone or anything because of how many creepos there are out there but i think when it comes to teaching and coaching parents want you to help their kid i think on the playground I don't think you touch another. Even if the kid like pushes your kid, I don't. You can't even touch or grab that kid, though. You want to probably trip him. I know you want to trip him. Well, your mom hit. I hear Kavino in the bathroom. Kavino, your mom hit another kid with a wiffle ball bat because the kid, because the kid was messing with you. So, 
I don't know, mom, man. My mom beat the shit out of a teenage boy who was picking on me. I mean, a teenager is a different story. Yeah, he was a teenager. And coincidentally, it's not that, right, but it's that a different kid, story. He just died. Yeah, he just passed away. Yeah. No, that's the update on that oh, kid. Man. Hey, well, you know what? And it's sad because it turns out he had like wiffle bat injuries from. Stop it. Oh, my God. I was going to make a joke, and there you are. But no, he didn't. Stop it. I mean, the, the guy he had actually, a he colorful actually life. Oh, okay. Let's yeah. just say, I, yeah. You know, let, let's just say. So he, he actually away. died. Yeah, he passed okay. away. Oh, man. I, thought, um, I wouldn't joke about that. I but, mean, but, but I did. You just did. But you know what I'm saying? The difference between coaching and being aggressive. What my, that what that guy did was unnecessary. They were, he, they were The dude, kids were wrestling. Yeah, and he, they were wrestling. He grabbed match. the guy's like, kid and pulled but up. He, that's what makes it like. I think he meant more aggressively dragged him. He was just like, fight's over. Pull the kid's leg off. It was unnecessary. He interrupted a match. Yeah, he jumped in the mat. Fuck out of here. It's because your little bitch son is getting whooped by Mario Lopez's kid. You don't touch my kid. I'm surprised Mario Lopez. Yeah. Because he's a tough dude. I'm surprised he didn't fucking punch maybe, him in the nose. Maybe he thought he was getting special treatment because he's Mario Lopez's kid. Nah. Well, all, all I know is that when it comes to I don't coaching, know. though, yeah, I don't know. when it comes to coaching, let's not go overboard with the whole, like, don't touch my kid. And, and I'm being serious because I think everyone's so weird now about creepos yeah. that... If your kid's learning how to play basketball and the coach is like behind your kid, like moving their arms and like p picking them up and moving them two feet, some people are nervous to do that because like, I don't want to touch someone else's kid. But that's no, part I'm of the... I'm with you on that. I'm like with if, you on if, that. if you're watching baby James play t-ball and the coach gets in there and helps him with his batting stance, I can promise you that coach is like nervous the whole time like I'm touching a kid, I'm touching Probably, a kid. Yeah, that's, because, that's completely acceptable. Yeah, because the, the whole time you're thinking like, I don't know if this kid's parents are fucking weirdos. So like I told you, I one of the moms in Texas was like- Elbow up, kid. One, one, yeah, one of the kid's moms in Texas was like, here, honestly, if you need to move, pick him up and move him if he's not listening to you. I was like, all right, because- you know, it's people are just I mean, hitting us up. That's way different. You know, but way, I'm saying, way different but if you don't think coaches, if you don't think, time. if you don't think kid coaches and dance teachers and little league, if you don't think those coaches are hesitant to even be like, all yeah, right, we're talking about appropriate times to touch a kid, yeah, or handle a kid. Oh, yeah. Touch a kid sounds weird. If, if and then not, like a completely inappropriate time is what I just exposed you to in that scenario. You're playing little league. You're scared to even be like, all right, move your arm. It's okay if I touch. Like, it's well, careful. He's sore. But you get that it shouldn't, that shouldn't be. Think of how many times your coaches like helped you with positioning or, or mechanics or something. But it was more about, does it take a village? Like take it out of the wrestling ring, the way, wrestling mat and, and ask, you know, if that were in real life, then it, then is it appropriate? EJ Reed hit us up instantly. And EJ was like, nah, I don't believe in that. We, it takes a village mentality. Like you don't put your hands on my kids. No, I don't, I don't it's don't up think to that. the other parents to discipline nowadays. Um, where back in the day, you always hear stories yeah. of teachers hitting kids and other parents maybe even hitting kids, you know, because they were doing something in the neighborhood. Like, I don't know. And, and Rich is taking it from like, if not, yo, if anyone ever did that to mm -hmm. one of your kids, you're going to feel a lot different about it. No, no, it. I agree. I, <laughs> I think so. I think Franz makes a great point. I'm reading our feedback. Franz is so right. What's up, Franz? I think this is maybe the approach. I, I know we're talking about two different things, but it, it has to do with, does it take a village? Do you put your hands on another kid? In any fashion, and I agree that Franz says when he coaches, I think this is something you do before the season. Mm -hmm. Parents, gather around. When I'm instructing your kids, whether it's fielding a ground ball, their batting stance, I want to, well, let's just make it clear. Are we, are we comfortable with me adjusting them and stuff like that? Because there might even be a weirdo parent that's like, 
Yeah, like he was touching my kid. It's like, no, I was helping his batting stance. I don't know. Like, but Jimmy, I'm telling you, there's weirdos out there. This, this wrestling thing was different, but yeah, I don't know. Coaching one thing, but you're right. This parent was just another parent at the wrestling match. that decided to pull Mario Lopez's kid by the leg off the other kid because Mario Lopez's kid won the match. Yeah, some bullshit. Like, yo, take your seat. Crazy dad. Yeah. Little bitch son. Like, chill. Anyway, uh, moving on. You know, shove that up your ass and smoke on it later, guys. Talk to your wife about it. What do you think? How do you feel? Just makes you think. And that makes me think of something Rich and I were talking about yesterday. Rich showed these clips of, you know, the wrestlers he went to see this weekend mm-hmm. and how Iron Mike Sharp just isn't that sharp anymore. Right? Yeah. And it dawned on us how every day Rich and I do a mental exercise. We're forcing ourselves to think about things. Rich was forcing me to think about crazy hypotheticals before. Our wheels are constantly turning. So much so, it's hard to get our attention sometimes after the show because we're always thinking of of things to talk about and observing things and deepen our thought. Rich and I do mental exercises every day that a lot of people don't. I think you guys benefit from what we do, even though it's yep. silly, but we're forcing you to think and you're trying to outwit us and you're trying to be quick. I think people you notice listen, it uh, when you, you notice it when you see your other friends. You're like, they're not as quick as I am because no. they're not doing these mental exercises that we do every day. I think by listening to a podcast or a radio show like ours, you, you are constantly trying to sharpen your wit and... You know, Spot, who never says kind words about us, Spot has said in the past that hanging out with us has sharpened his wit and made him think quicker. You know, yeah. because you hang out with people that are constantly trying to out punchline each I other think and I'm joke. Quick. Like, you know who the quickest is? I know who the quickest I, is. Hold on. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. No, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I've mentioned him a few times in the past few weeks. Wait, the, the quickest? The quickest. Like, I'm, I marvel at, man, that was lame, but it was quick as hell. There's a couple. There's a couple quickies. Stay sharp, everybody. I know when I talk to old <laughs> friends, when Rich talks to old friends, you know the guys that are doing mental exercises, staying with it, playing Wordle, whatever it is. It's a mental exercise. It's like a muscle. If you don't use it, you lose it. And I've realized that this show forces me to think where I wouldn't have thought before. And I hope you get a little something out of it, even if it's stupid shit, which is where we thrive. It's still forcing you to think and think about that later today. How would you have handled that parental thing? And is it okay ever? But who's the quickest? Quickest with a, with a bam. Another, another pen, please. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the pen 15? <laughs> what? No, just this one. Pen. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I, I, I have a few that come to mind. Can I read them and you tell me if they're on your list? I only I noticed one. He's the king in my mind right now. So, Hold on. I mean, all comedians are quick. Okay. Especially when they go on their playing with the crowd moments, you could really truly see how quick a comedian is. But there's one guy to me that I've noticed lately that is quicker than the rest. I'm like, man, that guy, even though he's corny, he's so quick. I admire it. He must do mental exercises all the time. I, I Before I give my list, I want to tell you why I think this comes into play so much. The mental exercises and the challenging yourself to think. Which, by the way, was a real discussion Rich and I wanted to have. Yeah. Based on the WWE and how Rich said Slick was a guy who would improv and his world was entertainment. And now he can't even... Now he can't even put a sentence together. Yeah. And again, life happens. I get all that. It, know what it but made you got to stay sharp. You know what it made me realize? Like, like Iron I, Mike. The difference between my mom and my dad. And, and no no disrespect to my mother. But my dad listens to our show every day. 
My dad listens to Michael K every day. My dad listens oh, to Sports Talk Radio. My dad read. My dad reads a lot on the internet. Yeah, forcing you to. My think. dad's mono, every day. My dad's following the failing stock market. My dad. My dad's very involved with thinking. My mm -hmm. dad is not a sit around do nothing guy. Thinking, thinking, thinking. thinking. So Wheels my dad are turning. You're trying to outwit somebody. Trying to outthink somebody. Trying to find a, a different angle. My dad is a very sharp. 70 year old guy he's like a cut cone knife from the uh 90s now my my mom i cut feel a, like a lot of times my mom's like and a tomato my mom's like richie can you do and i'm like I, I remember i'm like i feel like my mom and dad are so far apart she didn't stay sharp she didn't stay sharp and i noticed that with my friends too some of my old school friends yeah. like you said that don't do creative things for a living I'll, I'll come up with like a quick stupid joke and they're like they, they, they think they like get it or they think like uh, huh? man you're quick and I'm like no nah, it's just sort of what I do yeah um, most got, of the time I, I'll, I'll throw out a joke and I'll have to explain it because I could tell my friends didn't even get it and it's not even just a reference oh yeah blank like blank you know like a, a wordplay or a name reference or and oh my god this guy's not sharp he's just not sharp the sharpest of sharp let me see who you put down I have a running list of five, but I feel like I'm. Wow. I feel like I'm missing like the home run of home There's runs. There's a lot of, this of list. comedians you could name them all, but I think I have the king. So go ahead. The sharpest of sharp. You're gonna disagree with my answer, but I'm telling you, like I've, I've, when you really notice something, like that, like wow, he must be really good for me to notice. That's what I was thinking. We're talking about mental exercises, and now I'm like, duh. All right, here we go. My number one, number one on my list, in no particular order, I put down Conan O'Brien. He's, I mean, again, yeah, he's one of the greats. I feel one like, of the greats. I feel like I, I, yeah. I look at Conan O'Brien. So great. Yeah. And my first thought is like, this guy, just his ability to remember, he's on my Mount Rushmore of comedy. I've said that. So I feel like Conan, Conan O'Brien to my me. Answer. Conan O'Brien to me is, I just feel like he's the guy that is always thinking of something really witty to yes, say next. He's, he's incredible. All right. Next on my list, Artie Lang in his prime. Okay. I, I feel would, like Artie, when Artie that, was in yeah. that, when Artie, when his job was to be quick, when, when Artie was literally in the hand, yeah. Howard, uh, Howard punch lines and have his own. When Artie Lang was on the Stern show in his prime, Artie Lang was so to me quick to that punch. Some people think Jimmy Norton's the same. Back yeah. in the when he was on Opie and Anthony back mm -hmm. in the day, uh, Joel McHale to me is on this list. Joel McHale is always quick to a sarcastic one-liner. Like Joel McHale thinks in over-the-top sarcasm. Like if you say something, Joel McHale's already like thinking, "What's my like my my hipster witty That's comeback?" A really great answer. He's a hard guy to outwit. That's a fucking. I'll give you that one, bro. Joel McHale is a great answer because. I don't think people would put him in that company, but he's probably one of the quickest dudes we've ever talked to. That's a great answer. Even though he doesn't play off the crowd much and he's more of a philosopher now, I feel like Dave Chappelle is still just not only a brilliant mind, a great comeback guy. Like when that guy tried to tackle him on stage the other day, yeah. do you see what the first thing he said was? He was like, Spock, can you find the spongy head? No, find the clip Leaves of Chappelle. No, where he's like, Thank God that was a clumsy N word. <laughs> like, like he, like, and he, like, you know, like he, and he's brushing off his shirt. Like, I, I, Dave Chappelle's quick to the punch. And maybe on your list, I'm going to say the it's impractical. Funny, it's funny you said quick to the punch because what this, what this really is, is who's the best counter puncher? 
the the fastest counterpuncher. They hear something, they see something, and bam, hit you with a zinger that quick. That's impressive, man. That means their ment their mentals are in high gear, and they've done some some. They've they've stayed sharp. I'm gonna say uh, my my final answer. And and I'm not just saying it because you're my boy, but if I had to make, a, I feel like Steve Cavino is on on this list. I think Steve Cavino is one of the quickest counterpunchers in the game. You it's just don't skill. get it. It's a you, skill. You just don't get enough credit. You are quick I to don't get any credit. You you don't get enough credit because you, you're as, credit qu- you're as quick you as a lot of these guys. Oh, you got a ton of credit amongst twelve year olds. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's my audience. You're right, um, Spot. I'm gonna say my final one on the list: Conan O'Brien, Artie Lang in his prime, Chappelle, Joel McHale, and the Impractical Jokers. Now, my answer, again, someone who takes a lot of pride in counterpunching, right? And, and I'm not saying I'm fucking slam dunking it. A lot of my shit's dumb as fuck. I get all that. Yeah, but you take pride in being quick because you are. But I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to be like, oh, this is Ingram. And it's a game we all play. That's what Especially we're doing. In the bedroom. Trying to, <laughs> trying to outwit, out, you know, outthink in a fun way sort of thing. When I watch Howie Mandel, bro, he is like, really? Bam, bam. Bam. Bullshit. Yeah. Anytime. Any wow, really? I watch okay, Howie I Mandel, even, okay. And it's the silliest, most dad reference and dad joke. But man, the guy is nonstop quick. You say anything. He's like, bam. You bam, 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 bam. And it's always corny, but that shit is so quick. I'm like, this dude is like beyond right, so you know quick witted. It's unbelievable. So my point here in this conversation, he stays sharp. Stay sharp, my friends. You know who's or else also going to end uh, up like uh, Barry Horowitz and Slick. I know it was a stupid cake show, but I got I got I I got a lot of respect for Mikey Day after I watched him host that stupid "Is It Cake" show because he you was know, I very watch it. But you said that he was me, very yeah. Joel McHale like yeah. where like whatever if the contest anytime the contestants or anyone said something questionably lame or something he had like the. Bam, like the like the, the sarcastic counterpunch. counterpunch. The counter, like he's a great counterpuncher. But Howie Mandel, I'm telling you, you want to see what I'm talking about? Watch bullshit. His new show on Netflix is such a dumb, fun, entertaining game show. Watch, and his last appearance on Celebrity IOU on HGTV with the Property Brothers. The dude is so quick. He's his jokes are corny, but he's quick as hell. So anyway, stay sharp was an actual discussion that we were trying to have. Based on the WWE, not so sharp anymore. Sort of I, observations. We've I have made. a few and more. And your friends, you see, it with your friends, they're not sharp. I think. I think there's three comedians that come to mind for me. Also, like off the radar comedians. Some, some more on the radar than others that I think are quick. I think all comedians are quicker than the average person because they've trained their brain to think that way but always. I, but I think just because you're a comedian doesn't mean you could do a good podcast or improv, no. but there's a few guys that stand out. When Bert Kreischer and Tom Segura are going back and forth. God, they're so great. <laughs> Bert, Bert and Segura back and forth. Yeah. They're, they're quick. Yeah, yeah, they're magic. Um, Andrew <laughs> Schultz, the comedian. Someone brought him up, and I agree. He's on that but list. He's also very well thought out, written out, too. But Jason, but Andrew Jason, uh, Nichols said yeah, that. Yeah, Andrew Schultz is very quick. I feel like he's more thought out though. I don't know. I don't know if he's quick. And to be know honest. who I love I too? Well, I'm sure he is. But is it Bobby Lee, the Asian com- uh, comedian that hangs out with? Is it oh, Bobby yeah, Lee, yeah, yeah. the Asian comedian that hangs out with like Theo Vaughn and some of those guys? It. Like he always wears like a he wears like a scully a lot. He says he was uh, touched by a slow person. Yeah, <laughs> but that guy he, when he was is a kid. that dude quick. That dude is quick. So, so stay sharp. Stay sharp, my friends. Thirsty, That's my the friends. point. Yeah. All right. Um, real quick, rando news. Again, stuff we didn't get to yesterday. I'll just throw it out there, Rich. Ready? Oh, rando news. Rando news of the day. 
I agree with Jim Norton. Uh, Kevin. Colin Quinn. I don't find him. I don't know. I'm not a fan, maybe. I think he's known Ooh. for it. Dies de Mayo. Rando news on this Dies de Mayo. We didn't uh, talk about it a lot this weekend, but Canelo, big upset. Canelo. Canelo. FoxSportsRadio.com if you want to hear our take on that. But Canelo just fought a much bigger dude who was extremely skillful, and he had no work for him. Talked about it on FoxSportsRadio.com. Also, a big weekend in the UFC. Chandler called out Conor McGregor. He had a nasty knockout over Ferguson. By the way, spot it's worth showing. Sorry, what? Michael Chandler in the UFC fought Tony Ferguson, right? Chandler Bing. Who's also a, a great fighter. He kicks him in the face, and they capture a still oh, of yeah. this. Do you want to just see the still? Yeah, yeah, just the still. Here's a 30-something-year-old guy in Ferguson that immediately looks like he's 137 years old because they capture, look at that. He looks like Abe Vigoda. Oh. Yeah, it's I wild. used to be a lot stronger. I mean, again, it's an action shot. His face is rippling, you know, because he got struck with a foot to the chin. It's like, yeah. So momentum. I get it, but what a what a image that is. Like there's a, a video I saw recently of someone doing, pulling like 11 Gs or like a certain amount of Gs, you know, G-force. And you see, like, they're just, like, a young-looking yeah. person. And then over time, it's like their face sinks in. It's like, gravity. And yeah. they look old. So this is just momentum. Bang. Throwing off. And probably I'm sure his eyes are all puffy and beat up. So, so Abe, some, Abe Vigoda. Some great fights over the weekend. Again, at FoxSportsRadio.com, you can hear more about that. What does he look like normally? What's his name? Tony Ferguson. Not like that. He aged. <laughs> the, the, the caption was to that photo. Like, he aged 35 years in that, in that photo. All right, I now he's a handsome guy, <laughs> Chriselle Strauss. Oh, I know her. Oh. Is Strauss or Strauss? Strauss. Strauss. No, Strauss. 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 Yeah. So here's before the. That's before. Yeah. <laughs> he's a normal looking dude. He's a normal looking dude. Yeah, that photo. He looks like he's 185 years he old. He must have chose ugly long life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you In choose. Hypothetical. Yeah. So. Chriselle Staus, been on the show, lovely. Jordan thinks she's the epitome of beautiful. I mean, she's very, very pretty. Like, but she, I mean, on, give yourself some more credit. I mean, Jordan. she's she, definitely hot, but I, like. I think she's, she used, doesn't she say she's done anything? She's gorgeous, but we did Orange Theory with her every she, week. I'm not so saying I she's got, not gorgeous. I got. I think I got I'm used saying to saying women. I, I got used like, to Ooh. seeing her. I got used to seeing Chriselle every week, every like once a week at Orange Theory, and we would chit chat. And then she blew up on this reality show. So this was this was her. Uh, she's gorgeous. What year was this? This was 07. I should well, dig I mean, out I, this interview. I should dig out this interview. For we saw we saw her like five years. We I saw know, her like I'm two saying, years ago. Yeah. This was her on our show in 07. She's she's definitely good looking. Spot. But she's no more good looking than girls that we've dated and stuff. No, but I'm saying, yeah, no, I, I think she's gorgeous. Oh, seven was a good year. Tell Jordan, give herself a little more credit. I think Jordan and her yeah. are the same level of hotties. Jordan oh, yeah. thinks that, you know, she is the be all end all. And like my ego kicks in. I'm like, she's not that hot. Like you're, you know, chill. I mean, she did. But she, mar- she was married to Justin Hartley. But I, who, mean, I mean, is, is there, a, is there anyone more handsome than Justin Hartley? He's a handsome guy. Motherfucker's handsome. So I'm glad you brought him up. The dude, her ex-husband, super handsome guy. She's a beautiful woman. He blows up from This Is Us. She's blowing up from that Selling Sunset show on Netflix. And they break up. And now, Chriselle Staus is dating G-Flip, who I never heard of. Have you ever heard of G-Flip? I saw she was dating some rich, bald, short guy. No, no, no. But Not that's, anymore. look at Justin Hartley. Jeez Man. Louise, is he fucking handsome. He chose to live short, a little short life. 
Yeah, I'm surprised he's still alive. Yeah. I choose handsome. Jesus. It's to deal with the devil. He's like, I'll be handsome for about maybe 50. Can I get 60 years? See him on This Is Us with his shirt off? I don't want when, he, when he does the Manny? Oh, my goodness. Hold so, on. Justin Hartley shirt. You're right. You're right. Chriselle was dating someone else afterward, and the story was whoever she was dating afterward. Oh, yeah. my God. She was saying that oh, she wanted to have kids too? or something. Or he didn't want to have kids or some shit like that. He has, right? a, he has a daughter with a with his ex who, who is beautiful. The right. daughter and the, the mother. But, like, but it's it had like, to do with like, family. They weren't on the same page with kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the so reason they for broke the up. Yeah. Now she's dating a non-binary woman. Sorry, what? Person. Oh, yeah, she's dating a woman now. Named I didn't see this. G-Flip, who's a musician, and the, the entertainment world is sort of like, huh? What? No, but like they're signing... Because she, she went from being with Justin Hartley to a rich, <laughs> right. like super powerful real estate guy. And then she... Uh, and now uh, she's with a woman. Yeah. And she... Good for her. Came out or disclosed this information. I don't know what it is. Uh, just the other day, but it garnered some some interesting reactions that are making people speculate on social media and on the internet. Like, what are you trying to say? It's not okay? Like that kind of vibe. That's G-Flip. That's actually a good picture of G-Flip. Here's, uh, here's my question then. And G-Flip is non-binary, which means, I don't know what it means. I will say this. They don't. I mean, like, I don't know how to put it into words. It means they don't identify. So G flip with the gym. I didn't want to say this. <laughs> but the, imagine what are, what if you were Justin Hartley. No, 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 but, no, but what here's are pronouns. What are their pronouns? No, no, but here's it's the question. They, them. Okay. Yeah. My question is this. If you are Justin Hartley or even Chriselle, so if her and Justin Hartley worked out, would she even explore this lesbian side of her? That's or was it in her was it in her the whole time? It's weird about Maybe she's What's like, It's like Krista Stefano does a great stand-up bit. It's weird, but it, it, interesting about yeah, the, It's not dynamics. weird. It just, it's, it's weird to think that maybe it was in someone. Krista Stefano's spot in his stand-up does a great bit about, I'm pretty sure I'm not gay, but I won't really find out until my dad dies. And everyone's like, what? He's like, my, his, his dad's an old Italian guy. So he's like, I can't even, I can't even put in my mind the thought of, am I gay? Until my dad's not here. So he's like, for all I know, my dad dies. And I'm like, hey. I feel like everyone everyone seems to forget there was that whole, what was it? The 90s or like the early 2000s when not only Rich, but uh, remember Han Anne Heche was with Ellen? Yeah, of yeah, course. Of course. So Anne Heche out of nowhere was like, yeah, I'm a lesbian. Started dating Ellen for years. Mm -hmm. And then out of nowhere was like, yeah, I'm no longer a lesbian. I'm married to a man. Who forgot that? I did. I thought Ellen, <laughs> she's she not still uh, not with a woman. <laughs> No, Anne, Anne Hache isn't Ellen. Anne Wait, Hache. Anne Hache is not with a woman. She no. married a man. A man? I think women are all, all women. Most women like, are banana she, peel away. And she came out from, and said, you know, kissing another woman. I'm, I swear, I have to look up the story. But I don't think I it's a banana. I don't she, think it's a banana peel. I think every young woman like is like open to kissing another woman. I but I think it's like, I mean, it's hard to deny I think the, the beauty of I another woman. I swear Anne Hache came out and said that she was inhabited by an alien for those years. I swear. There's some oh. weird story about that. I, I remember. So yeah, love is love. Yeah. I, hey, I get it. Love is love. Yeah. It comes in all Lo shapes no, love and love sizes. Is, but it's got to be weird for Justin Hartley, unless oh, he yeah. sort of always knew that love, love is a love. I, I have a friend whose dad is came out after. I have a female friend, Sarah, and I have a female friend whose dad. No, not her dad. Her mom. After her parents got divorced, her mom's been in a lesbian relationship for like 20 years after her parents broke up. That happens all the time. There's dudes that, are, oh, if you want to talk about this, the Abercrombie documentary. Did you watch it yet? I did. White hot. 
White Hot on Netflix, the Abercrombie documentary, the, the guy that was the mastermind, the evil mastermind behind the whole Abercrombie brand was always questionable. And then there came a point in his life where it's like no longer a secret. He was just openly with a partner. And then that sort of explains his fascination with all these hunks on the bags and the shirtless dudes. And when he first came to the, his first hunk on the bag, exactly. Or his last. Exactly. So see, there's the quick just, whip. It's hunk just, on the bag. It's just a, a story. I'm just giving you the news. Yeah, no, but it That's is, all. it is non, it non-binary is something you're going to hear more and more and more and more and more about if you haven't already, because Truthfully, I get it. Love is love. And if you have an ability to not see gender and like, I just love that person. I understand it. It's a, that's just not who I am. There's a good chance. There's a good chance that your, there's a good chance that your wife or girlfriend has kissed a woman. Again, women, I I, I, I think all women are a banana peel away of a drunk night and Again. And then again. Again. Hey, Jordan was with Sophia last night and tonight. Sorry? Then yeah. Then We're the one who was going on there. I'm just kidding. You don't think, they, they, ever, you don't think, they, you don't think they ever kissed? No. How do you know that? Get at it because I wouldn't know. Can she bring Sophia to my yoga class tonight? <laughs> Ask her. What makes, yeah. you, what makes you think she never kissed her? I'm going to text her right they're now. They're partying by the beach, I think, right now. No, tell her. Um, what, 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 you, are you, you can't guarantee that they never I mean, made out. Sophia might come over. I don't know. I'm not sure. You're not 100% sure. Is it your place? Maybe. I mean, they were with each other all day yesterday. Jordan was supposed to stay with her, but she came back home. Jordan goes to she goes to Disney World more than uh, those weird moms that wear all the buttons. Now you know, <laughs> you know what the truth is with that. Her girlfriend's mother bought them a three day pass for her ah. birthday. Oh yeah, and those don't, so, they, they don't. You can use them over the course of right. Like, so that's why you've seen few months. Yeah, you see on social media, you know what she's up to and things like that. So yeah, she's been in Disneyland a few times. Um. All right, so Chriselle is dating G Flip, some musician. Whoopity do. Yeah, whoopity do. It's a story. It is. Because it just, it, no one it, expected it, 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 I guess. Right. It catches you off guard. Right. Like, it's, there's nothing wrong with it. No. But it, it's like, you know. Well, you when, know what it is, but it's still interesting. You, you know why it's a story? When you're spot? used to something, and then out of nowhere that changes. You know why it's you a are, story? It's going to peak your, your ears are going to perk up a little bit. It's a story spot because gonna, it's a story spot because people make you think like you're not supposed to perk up to it. Like, like, oh, well, Chriselle's with, wait, a female rapper? Like, we're supposed to be like, yeah, what? So, no, but you're allowed to think, well, hold on. Wasn't she married to a man? I don't care about their identity or whatever. Yeah. Chriselle is a beauty. G-Flip? I'm very, very perplexed by that. Well, maybe there's more to it. Maybe it's not about looks, dude. She was with that short little hobbit after Justin Hartley. It's not about looks. Well, keep in mind, she was with the most most handsome dude in Hollywood. She wasn't like, she was in a marriage with probably a top 10 handsome dude in Hollywood and it didn't work. No, but it didn't work. So then she might be like, well, what does handsome dudes do for me? Nothing. True. No, that's true. All right. So moving on. Maybe she enjoys in, you know, there's still, there's still social dynamics. So maybe she enjoys being the woman in the relationship yeah. and she wants to be someone who's the man in the relationship. And I hate, to, you know, obviously you can't assign the gender to a situation like this, but there still are societal and dynamic norms. Dynamics. Yeah. You know, there's always going to be a dynamic in a relationship. That was one of my books on ready, set, grow dynamics in your relationships. I read that one. All right, so check this out. Cute. Just Rando Hartley. News. Justin Hartley. 
Rando T- news. Tonight, a very emotional episode of This Is Us, by the oh, way. I want to announce something. Three left. I'm dating Justin Hartley now. Nice. Only three episodes left. Sorry to hear that, bro. Me too. Tonight's so, the big talk. Tonight's the big talk. The big three have the big talk. I'm using I'm, my brain. Oh, okay. Dating Justin Hartley. Doctor Strange 2 brings in the most opening day ticket sales this year so far. Over 100 million. It beat out Spider-Man. Oh, no, Spider-Man was last year. It made over 100 million, but these movies. We had just, a listener named Rob. I don't want to give him a shout out. These movies are just cash. But cash. Rob said, dude, he was so disappointed by it. He said, first hour and a half started strong. He said the ending was weak. He didn't like it. Blah, blah, blah. He said he gave it like a, a two out of 10. Don't give me anything out. But I don't even like when people do that. I don't know. No, um, but what? Doctor Strange did well over the weekend, like, and I didn't get to this. You yesterday. know why I go to a, a Marvel movie? To marvel at it. To marvel at it for the for the cool physical uh, or not physical the action scenes the the uh, special effects the the storyline is such a, it's so far down the list like Spider Man the most recent one Home No Way Home was an interesting thing but I was it was fun to see the old characters come back. It was fun to, to Jason see the effects. It's like, you got to check your, your Siskel and Ebert thumbs yeah. at the door. No, dude, I don't even want to, I don't want to hear people's, I don't want to, I don't want to hear people's opinions to be honest. And I'll tell you why, because your three thumbs up, because yeah, let's check you, them at the door. Uh, let's, let's say there's something I do want to watch. I don't want to even Siskel Ebert and Hortensius. No, I, I do just, if there's something I want to watch all three thumbs outside the theater and I'm going in to enjoy myself. Like the, the most recent Harry Potter. I don't want to. Uh, the greatest movie. No, but I don't want to hear about it. it. I don't want to hear even your opinion. I'll tell you why. Because now I'm going in with the perspective of, oh, you didn't like it. So even if I do like it, I'm like, I'll be thinking like, oh, I like it, but why didn't he like it? I'll give you an example. I finally, I, I finished Ozark, right? I finished Ozark. And everyone's saying the ending was weak. No spoilers. Yeah, everyone no said. spoilers, but I saw a lot of people before I watched the ending, they were like, yeah, I really didn't love how it ended. Me? I was fine with how it ended. So I wish I had not seen the, I hated the ending because to me, your, yeah. to be honest to me, it ruins it a little bit. I sort of thought it was all right. I'm like, well, what did you, what did you want to happen? I, to me? I don't know. I, okay. I was not disappointed. Are well, you going to see it? Props to Dr. Strange. No, nothing. Um, Kentucky Derby was this no, weekend. Thanks. 80 to one. Odds. I don't even know who Dr. Strange is. He's the, sh- he's the weird okay. guy with the cape, right? The storyline is this movie made. Remember I had when I grew my hair. Of any movie. Said, you look like Dr. Strange. You constantly come here and say, oh, it was in the top 10. I, of course I watched it on Netflix. This was the number one movie of probably going to be the year. Yeah. Oh. Made over a hundred million and in you this weekend. refuse debut. to see it. But I don't like that genre spot. You can't force it. I don't spots. Like do you watch baseball do every day? Do you watch baseball? Day. You do sports a show because you're affiliated with us. There's a reason for that. Yeah. You want to, I mean, so I don't need go, to, you're, you do a pop culture and entertainment podcast. He's going to see a Dr. Brown thumb and, and you haven't seen Not Dr. Strange, the biggest movie franchise of all time. All right, I'll, I'll watch Dr. Strange when I have no care or clue at him. You'll watch. <laughs> The ultimatum, move or marry on, but you won't watch Dr. Strange. But I don't know anything about Dr. Strange other than he where he has a little mustache and a cape. Well, go through the Marvel Universe. Speaking of mustaches, month. I, I, guess I got well, an update on mustaches. Spot. Hey, Spot, well, can you, why don't you watch the Mets every day? Oh, well, because the Mets every day don't mean anything. This is a movie that, that millions of dollars were spent on. This and doesn't think it's Mets, Mets, Mets are reality, though. Mets are reality, though. This is like this not is make-believe nonsense. It's entertainment you yeah, watch but entertainment I, constantly yes but you can't tell me to care about something i don't care about you just talked about watching ozark i care you, about that yeah but because i it drew my interest 
what what do you why can't you just accept the fact that people don't necessarily connect to all things? Same my spot. Why don't you watch uh what have we been watching that what spot? Why don't you watch uh the Lakers show uh winning time? Um, oh, it's so good. It's so good. You hear us talk about it. You hear us talk about it. It's HBO. It's HBO's, I, it's HBO's big it. Sunday night show. I Why don't you watch it? Because I don't have HBO, so I haven't. <laughs> I have, That's I'm, the reason? I'm waiting to reactivate a subscription for, yeah. But you will watch it? Yeah. Yeah, I'll watch it. By the way, even By the, Ian oh, Kennedy. Speaking of. Speaking of who uh, dumps on us all the time when yeah. we talk sports. Yeah. He's like, I'm pretty sure he posts on social media like, you know, I don't like sports, man. What a damn good show that is. It's um, great. John C. Riley's great. Jason hey. Siegel's great. Adrian Brody's great. The the players that depict the Lakers are great. The whole can show is fantastic. A, can I do an ounce of self promotion? Sally Field was great. Uh, the plus tiers this week will receive a. Let's hear all about it. A hybrid of, not a hybrid, but a, a combo of two Lakers legends. In honor of the season finale of Winning Time coming up this weekend. Ooh, Shaq uh, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Oh, I should have put Shaq on there. Fuck. You no, on? Kareem and Magic. We had Magic Johnson on. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Kareem and Magic spot. I just why put Why don't you make it a John C. Riley? Throw him in there, too. That way you can make it a Winning Time oh, Tier 2+. plus. I'll throw that up. Tier, yeah, that's tier a great idea. Yeah, you you, yeah, that's a good one. I'll put John C. up on his own. But I, I put the... Because it was the, the, yeah, two, so, the two players that were... Featured on the show. So if you subscribe to our plus tiers and you want some of the archives this week, Magic Johnson, Kareem, that's yeah. some good. Shaq's and John C. Riley, John thinking C. Riley. right there, man. Um, I also threw up an old friend in need from 2007. For that one, so you can hear our deep thoughts about relationships from 2007. So those are up on the plus. 2007 tiers. was a smutty it year for all of us. Year. So I can't even imagine what my thoughts. That disclaimer is coming in handy for I that think I wrote <laughs> butt crack. I think I wrote butt crack sex in 2007. No, you wrote butt crack sex in 2009. Oh, really? Um, right. 2007 was ass eater. Uh, did, did I do poom poom now? <laughs> Dead ass. Did I do poom poom no, now? Poom poom now was like 2011. Poom poom now. 2010. Dude, can I hear a little taste of poom poom now? That's so good. I, I know Gotta Rich wants that. all my Honestly, daughter's friends to hear this. Gotta get that. Poon poon now. Poon. I think I wrote it. Gotta get, 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 for get. Poon poon now. Was one of my, now. For me as a producer is my favorite song. Tickle Sack Tuesday. Come on. Roll because I feel. Oh, wait. This is Boom Boom Trail. For me, it was like. Um, I, I remember I downloaded Auto Tune because Auto Tune was big in that song. I, I put so much boom, effort boom, into. Boom. Uh, By the way, you boom, know, boom, I was telling boom. my parents about the, first the, one or second one? the melody scenario with the yeah. songs. And my mom's like, your songs are great. I'll tell you the rest in a minute. Gotta get that. Gotta get that. There's only Gotta one line that. we fucked up, though. Gotta get that. 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 Can't wait for Gabe to remaster this. Gotta get that. Gotta get that. Yo, you got my tip just like a rock. You can get that face full of my load. You got that nussy hoe about to blow. Now swallow, don't spit. Next level comfortable. You got that boom, boom, boom. Oh, how dirty. Boom, boom, boom. Film. Gotta get that. They're like Gotta remixes. Gotta get that. Yeah, this would be huge on the top. It's so mid. Gotta get that. 
Daughter's friends to hear that That's one. Quality. Yeah, poon poon now. Honestly, that is my greatest achievement. That is That's not. I'm not that is not mid. What did my that, daughter there's say? There's nothing mid about that. I'm shit. not even physically capable. There's nothing. Uh, you want to hear my weakest? Uh, that song is fire. My chubby. My chubby. Dead ass. So um, <laughs> I, I was talking to my parents about uh, you know the melody. I don't want melody hearing these songs. My mom's like, you know, you just gonna have to explain to her. Blah blah blah. But some of those songs are just. They're terrible, right? Like, yeah. Gross. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, this song. She started cutting on my... I'm like, chill, mom. She started cutting on some of my lyrics, right? And... Dude. Fuck. <laughs> that pisses me off so I know, much. It pissed me off, too, to be honest. I actually talked to Melody about that. I'm like, why would you say your dad's stuff is mid? Like, your dad was one of the best in the game. Kavino and Rich was the shit. You just don't know. Anyway, I was I was talking to my parents about the songs, and I said, "Yeah," but she goes, "She said something was is your best one though." Oh, Spot's got the look. She loves it. It's right? a really good one. Yeah, it's like, fantastic. You I'm know, like, I guess it's not I'm very like, vulgar either. Yeah, no, no, no. It's more just about be. Spot having right, the look. Yeah. No, I know, but I'm saying a lot of our old parody songs are pretty vulgar. About There's also what we were talking about jobs and ass cheeks. Spot's got the look is pretty much like Spot got the look and I'm like I'm mad about it. That's it's a funny song. That's they might we be did, our best one. We did calm down as the years went on. Yeah, but ninety yeah, percent yeah. of our songs are about blown loads and assholes in the beginning. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Why? If you just count to twenty one, it looks like you're rapping. Alright, so what I said to my mom in response was, Yeah, that's a good one, but watching The Hobbit is probably oh, my best one. You know what she said to me? Her and my dad. Yeah, I don't know that one. <gasps> I'm like, <laughs> I was like, I you, you guys song. call yourself fans? Watching you the don't Hobbit know watching, no, watching, watching The Hobbit. Hobbit is fantastic. Watching The Hobbit might be our best song. But anyway, you don't need to play it, Spot. It's Breaking the was... Habit by Linkin Park, right? Yeah, yeah, wanna, yeah. I want to play a little bit I mean, it's a Divorced Dad Rock parody. Is that on the fourth one? It's a, it is a Tickle Sack Tuesday. Again, these songs are available on our website with a password that we'll provide with you. I like this Tickle Sack Foreskin. It's a sleeper album. No, it's four skin. It's a sleeper. It has great songs on it. What are they doing here? Doesn't get enough respect. They choose, which gives us a distinct advantage. It's the new cool. I'm feeling like a fool. I gotta raise my stock again. Zoom on the moon. 
soon. It is my birthday soon. It's my time to join the train. I like the space command for Zoom. I was the one who made some fun of a dungeon dragon dude. I used to like to fantasize of women in the nude. But now I'm loving Voldemort and I'm a lot of rings. I don't know why I used to hate this Harry Potter scene. And I'm watching the Hobbit. I'm watching the Hobbit tonight. All right, goes on and on. No, what I think is very funny when we're thinking about our parody, even the one, just because a parody is your, they make fun of you, doesn't mean it's not your favorite one. Like one of my favorites might be. When, when handsome Gabe does the Game of Thrones, like Rich loves penis, Rich, oh, the Rich loves penis. So Game of many good ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're all I mean, again. They're all available with a password that Spot will send out in your next notification. All right, at CavinoandRich.com. Yeah. So if you want to reminisce, believe, I couldn't believe my parents didn't know watching The Hobbit though. I was like, we played that this, a million times. This, uh, game, how's it going? Rich loves mess with penis. Yeah. Loves giant penis in his butt. In his butthole. In his butthole. Like, to me, butt that's just funny. <laughs> well, since we're doing the rando news, it, the Game of Thrones spinoff is coming out in August, and yeah. I don't know if you've seen the trailer for People it. People are gonna love it. You watch Game of Thrones? I don't watch Marvel. All right, Spot. I watch all the Marvel just so that fucking Jason Brown and you and, and Zush Brie. and Kyle Brie. and all these people don't, can be like, don't say anything about bad about Marvel to Brie. Or Brie, I'll do it for you guys because I. Well, that then, being then said, I, then I'll expect in return you to watch the Mets every you know day. What and watch, you know uh, what suit I'm wearing at Brie's wedding? An Iron Man suit. Nice. All right. So again, speaking of Game of Thrones, and a shout out to Handsome Gabe, the most handsome. So handsome. House of the Dragon, the teaser. I don't know if it's an official trailer, but the teaser has been out, and they're promoting it on HBO Max. It premieres August twenty first. The story of the Targaryen civil war that took place about 300 years before Game of Thrones. So it's the Ooh. prequel and it looks pretty cool, man. I'm Whoa. fired up about it. I am. I am fired up about Whoa. that. Something else to look forward to. Uh, as I mentioned, the Kentucky Derby was this weekend, 80 to one rich strike with the big <laughs> win. Um, Blow it, Rich. Speaking of comedy, Rich mentioned Chris Stefano. I also watched the David Spade one. It was Whoa. mid. David the, Spade, the David was, Spade mid, was but it had mid. funny moments. The, the David Spade was eh. It had Christa, funny moments. The Krista Stefano was great, and was I thought and Taylor, I thought Taylor Tomlinson was awesome. Taylor Tomlinson was eh, too She's my too favorite much. woman comedian, period. But she, was, yeah, I hate to great. categorize and all, she's, but... She's great, but she was, it was too much about mental health. I, th- I thought she fucking owned it, though. Okay. It, it wasn't like laugh out loud funny. Her other one was funnier, but this was very real, and she's a master, man. I think Taylor Tomlinson, I'm so impressed by her, is the best in the game. I think she sh- shits on Amy Schumer and anyone else. Um, there was a Netflix. Netflix did a Netflix is a joke comedy festival around LA. Yeah. So you'll notice on Netflix now, there's a whole bunch of new like short comedy specials mm-hmm. yeah. from that event around LA. Yep. So check it out. And in news from yesterday, I've been saying it. Nasty Nestor Cortez, the Bronx Nest monster. The Bronx Nest Monster. If you, by the way, if you say it multiple times, doesn't make it cool. Yeah, it is. Nasty Nestor Cortez, Vato Loco Forever. I looked him up. He was sucking Oreo. now. What happened? Well, he, he he's actually talked about it. I saw it after you and I discussed yesterday. He was like, you know, baseball was all he ever knew. 
and things are just starting to click. And sometimes finally, it happens because I yeah. said to Kavino, I go, is this nasty Nestor who you've talked about this year? Like I should know him. Who well, he is was he? good last year too. Though. He's 27 years old. He was on the Orioles. Yeah, but here's the key. Becker might remember. He was on the Orioles as a nobody yeah, from sports. Nowhereville. No. Dude, and then, he pitched, and then, he pitched a, a no-hitter into the eighth, and they pulled him out of the game yesterday. Yeah, but but he's been he's been dominating this year. His ERA's in the ones. He's great, but, 1. Here's, but here's the question I got to ask you. Because you could argue the same about a guy like Jacob deGrom, because deGrom was a bullpen guy who the Mets spot started, and it ended up that, oh, well, this guy deGrom ends up being the best pitcher over the last decade. But DeGrom, who is arguably the best pitcher over the last decade, was a middle relief guy who got a spot start and they rolled with it because of injuries. Nasty Nestor, your boy, look at the last four years of his career. He's 27. He's a reliever who this year got... Yeah, he's got one of those... Yeah, but uh, how did the Yankees... Call it? Like um, elastic arms? Yeah, but like, how, did they, they how did the Yankees decide to even put him in the rotation? Short on, short on arms or... I don't know, man, but this dude is is having fun. He's creative. Like, he's crafty. He's noticeably, visibly crafty but does that with make his sense? angles, like, his delivery. And the guy's hard to hit. And he might oh, be the man. best pitcher on the Yankees. Nobody knows him. Again, 1.41 ERA. No hitter into the eighth. They pulled him. And I sort of hate that mentality of today's game. I understand we had a short spring spring training. What are you thinking, Spot? Short spring in my pants? What are we thinking? I saw you laugh. All right, so Nasty Nestor. You like paused. Like Nasty Nestor in 2018. I almost said spring break. That's why. Nasty Nestor in 2018 pitched four games, four innings the whole year. That was it. Called up from the minors. Then he was traded to the Yanks. So I'm with the Yanks in 2019. He was five and one, but that's deceptive because he had a six ERA. So mm-hmm. he must have just came into games like they were tied and got lucky. 30 games, 33 games, only started one of them. Then he got traded to Seattle for a year. Appeared in five games, pitched seven innings. Nothing from Nowhereville. Goes back to the Yankees last year. As a reliever, he pitched 90 innings the whole year. His most of these are pitched, but his ERA was pretty good. 2-9-0. He was solid, though. But but not he a was starter. Solid last year. But not a starter. Now, this year, the dude has started more games than he's ever started pretty much in yeah, his whole he's career. like unhittable. It's crazy. No, and, and it's not just like, oh, this team. and that. He changed Nobody his arm angle, apparently. Changed his arm. He's got one of those rubber arms. He's having fun. And he has a mustache. Nasty Nestor. And speaking of mustaches, I bring that up for a reason. But anyway, he fires me up. Yank these. That's why I'm rocking this shirt. Available now at shop.cavinoenrich.com. We have a new Cavino and Rich summer line coming soon at shop.cavinoenrich.com. Courtesy of Franz. He's he's working on the artwork as we speak. Um, Spot. There's a, there's a new trend. Ooh, and new trend? I'm wrapping up. Yeah. All Enjoy right. your NBA playoffs and your MLB and everything else. Uh, just a couple notes. Johnny Depp not dating his lawyer. Okay. Amber Heard allowed something to slip in court and it allows Johnny Depp's team to... Dive into something. Did you well, see this? She was doing coke in court. Camino lets things slip all day. In there was, there was one thing where it looked like she posed crying. Did you see that? She posed what? She posed crying. Like she was crying. And so it was like, oh, by the way, please, can you stop right now? Pause. Spot, I sent you a picture yesterday. Did you get it? The Hillary Duff one? No, the one of Rich and oh. Drew Mac. What is that? Oh, the cry oh, filter. Oh, it's the best. The cry filter on TikTok. Narzan, Narzan said to me yesterday, oh, one of our pals, Narzan. Snapchat one? He said, yeah, I'm really loving this cry filter app. It's almost like a Where's Waldo. Like you just 
post a picture of you and your friends and one person cries. There's a cry filter app, and it's so funny. He, put, he sent me a picture of Rich and Drew Mack from Nashville. And I have to say, Rich, what's, Rich, what's the matter? <laughs> Come on, that's so funny. That shit is funny. Oh, shit is so funny. That is very funny. And, and what, they're doing, what they're doing on Snapchat, though, is they're like talking to their friend, right? And their friend's like, hey, what's up? You know, why you got the camera on me? What's what's wrong? What do you mean what's wrong? Wow. And then the guys are crying. Yeah. <laughs> and like, what's wrong? I, like, nothing's I, I, wrong. Know I equally love the right. uh the spider filter where guys were always like, oh, like slapping themselves uh, in the head funny. and shit. But that cry filter is on point. And Narzan actually Rich was in such a zone yesterday. And Narzan texted me that picture and I started to laugh and I wanted to talk about it, but I didn't want to interrupt Rich's stories. Um so I wanted to point that out today. Oh, so, so Amber Heard is crying. No, if you know, uh, see, I'm not, and I'm sure you and Spot not familiar with all the ins and outs of legalities of the courtroom and stuff, right? I, we're not as you know knowledgeable as you, of course. Bro, bro, why are you crying? Why, why? What do you mean? What do you mean? Camino, what happened, bro? Why are you crying? Nothing's wrong, man. Why are you guys crying? Why do you keep saying that? I'm fine. What do you mean? I'm inclined to make a cry face. <laughs> 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 are you gonna, where are you going to post that? Yeah. Uh, yeah At Covino and Rich. Uh, All right, so, so funny. Uh, the, the cry filter face is hilarious. So Amber Heard. If you, so, all right. So this is what I understand. <laughs> this is what I understand. If yeah. you, if, all right. I can't bring up, if, let's say the case is about you being a, a dick to your ex. I can't bring up another one of your exes. I object. Oh, I can't bring up hearsay. I can't bring up another one of your exes unless you bring it up. So there's a moment in the trial where you see Johnny Depp's whole team was like pumping their fist because Amber Heard said like something. Yeah, she slipped up and said something like, oh, it reminds uh, me of the. Uh, what's her name? The model. Kate Moss. Yeah, it reminds me of the Kate Moss. And the minute they said Kate Moss, right? It enables them to bring other things into the trial that'll prove that Johnny Depp, it, it's just a whole, it's like she slipped up. Uh, I saw that the people saying Johnny Depp's dating his lawyer. That's not true. Um, speaking of Marvel spot and you loving that whole world, Thor's hammer got the high is going to be the highest bid on item at like Mjolnir? a, uh, like a movie auction. Mjolnir Helms, uh, Hemsworth's hammer. Mjolnir Hemsworth's hammer. Mjolnir. It's not the first time rich Google that. Yeah, everyone should Google Hem Hemsworth's hammer. It said they're gonna <laughs> get a, they're gonna get over a hundred thousand dollars for it. Uh, 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 speaking of auctions, uh, the you know the famous painting by Andy Warhol of Marilyn Monroe that yes. colored course, nineteen photo, million, a uh, one hundred ninety five million. Oh, I, oh, I missed the like hundred. Yeah, God, sorry. you were like a hundred eighty million. million. Yeah. I mean, it's an iconic piece of art history. That's wild. Ask, um, ask Sammy J, the historian. He he knows. Yeah. I saw that. Uh, let me give you two more quick news alerts and we'll say goodbye. Um, well, I have some shout outs to give, so make it snappy. Chris Kattan wants to do Night at the Roxbury 2, oh, and people it. are trying to decide, do people want him and Will Ferrell to do that again? Will Ferrell doesn't want to do it. I, 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 I talked to him. Oh, yeah, you did? Okay, all right. Yeah. So that's not going to happen. Um, if it's your birthday today, you share that with Bono, who's 62. Back, 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 back. Chris Berman, 67. Keenan Thompson's bro, 44. Bro, why are you crying? Why, why, what do you mean? What are you crying for? What do you mean? What happened, bro? Why are you crying? <laughs> why are you guys crying? <laughs> why do you keep saying that? I'm fine. 
funny. Oh, that's man. good. It's funny. Guess how old Young MC is? Bust the move. Young MC? Who gives a fuck? It's 55. Yeah, bro, bro, why are you crying? Sorry. Bro. Sorry. Young MC did write Wild Thing in Funky Cold Medina. He had some writing chops. But he there was a backstory about Young MC. Bust a move and the producer of it. Hey, Spock, can you add to the uh, Rock On Kubino's clip from Fox this past Sunday where he's like, I'm a rockin' dude? Uh, yeah, can you have Danny G send that to me? Thanks. I will. Well, speaking of Nestor Cortez and, and his mustache, Nasty Nestor, there's yeah. a new mustache trend. And I mustache you, Spot. How do you feel about it? JC in Kentucky sent it to us. Thank you, JC. I sent it to Spot. Is it a filter or a real mustache? No, it's, it's called the double mustache. And they're saying that this is a trend amongst like fucking dorks. I haven't seen anybody rock oh. it yet, but is it a matter of time? I hope not. Probably not. Just probably something that's gone viral. But double mustaches is the trend. I sent it to you in your Facebook, actually. Oh, that's is it like yeah. a unibrow and a mustache or is it a chin and a mustache? No. Like, For the people who are not watching, it's you're rocking your regular mustache under your nose, yeah. above your lip, the dirt above your lip. And then... You grow the little soul patch like our buddy Eric, but you shape it in the form of a secondary, oh. almost mini matching mustache and to the point where you actually grow it out and shape it like an actual mustache. Yeah, it sounds so like you're a, rocking two mustaches. Sounds hot. It's the double mustache trend of 2022. Oh, get these bad boys. Look at that. The double mustache. The double stash is the, that's the look. Yeah. Ian Kennedy should probably try one of oh, these. Oh, he definitely should. Yeah. The double stash. Look at oh, that that's his. I mean, that's the trend. <laughs> Spot, do you have the picture, like the, the cover of the article one? Because that's the best one. Spot, you could there do that. There it is, that one. Look Spot, that. you could do that if you could, wanted. If the I double want. mustache. Uh, yeah, I guess I could. I, I don't think it's, uh, you know, you, the beard's a good look, though, for you. Yeah, the double I don't mustache. know if I'd go double mustache, but geez, that's a look. All right, and... Uh, I'm going to wrap it up, Rich, with a few shout outs, if you're okay with that. Please do. Did you know the big news, though, is in, as far as Fox goes? We're not their most handsome uh, host anymore. Oh, did they hire Justin Hartley? <laughs> you're not. You're not the most handsome host at Fox anymore, Cove, because it's been agreed upon that. I don't know. Ask Madison from Lithium. She might disagree. Upon his retirement, Fox has announced that Tom Brady will become their number one analyst. I got to double check if this is official yet, but Tom Brady, Fox. Can we see if this is official? What do you mean, Tom Brady? You yeah. mean when he retires? Tom Brady to join Fox in a lucrative deal as their lead analyst, teaming up Tom Brady and Kevin Burkhart as when? Fox's top team in the broadcast booth the minute Tom Brady retires. Like when Tom Brady say, retires, they've already the worked job, it out. They, they worked it out and the job is waiting for him. Wow. Tony Romo type money too. Wow. So Brady. That's impressive. Brady to the booth upon retirement. So Fox Sports. And by the way, can we say one more time? Watch the finale of Man in the Arena. If you don't get emotional watching the relationship between him and his dad, then you just, you're not human. You're not human. It was that good. It's fantastic. And wow. I mean, he continues to excel and just impress. Tom Brady's the guy. I'm there sorry. The man. Few shout outs to give. Amar Tumber. What's up, Amar? I love Amar. Amar Tumber? Tumber? Amar? I love you, man. I'll Tumber for him. <laughs> Mike Berkowitz. What's up, Michael Berkowitz? Appreciate you. Chris oh. Kalen. Oh, Big Burke? Big Burke. Oh, yeah, I know that guy. Chris Kalen. 
Chandra, Nick Jeffers. What's up, Nick? Raymond Estrada, Adam Miranda, profiling Paul, who's probably the nicest guy that listens to our show. What a heart of gold he has. Profiling yeah. Paul. They wrote that song about him. <laughs> Neil, who was that, Neil Young? Yeah. Wrote the song about Paul. Yeah, I, I'm not surprised. Heart of gold. And a shout out to all the said Vato clowns. Orale los Vatos and Miguel Miggs and all the brown guys listening to the show. I appreciate you very much. Put them in your mouth. Yank these. Thank you. Thanks Put for all your feedback. Let me see. Did I skip Put anything in the news? Nope. That, that's all I got, man. The other stuff could wait. I have a really dumb thought, like a really dumb thought that I'll save for tomorrow. I sort of hinted at it today because Rich gave us some really random, you got to be high hypotheticals. I have like, you got to be high thought tomorrow. Oh, can't wait. So maybe you start off with a morning edible and uh, get ready for that. And join me on SXM Lithium. I'm on all week. Channel 34. That's from noon to six. And then Turbo 41. Pop 2K, Rich Davis. Noon to six. Oh, we're competing? Oh, no. Oh, my God. I don't know if you call competition. God. On a side personal note. I'm the most listened to. I'm wondering, like, why they don't just give me the gig? I've been doing it for over a month now. Why do they keep holding out for Grant Random or whoever? It's like, are they holding out for the previous host, who I think is a true talent, and I I love Grant Random. I think he's great, but, but he's if, like, but if he's negotiating, negotiating yeah, games. if he's playing negotiating games, what, what what prevents him from just being like, all right, fuck off, we'll give Kavino full time. He's one of the good ones, though. Yeah, so, but, but, but I saying, feel the same way. Yeah, like, all right, okay. And then I'm thinking, oh, are they holding out for some sort of like the lead singer of Lit? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh sorry for you know, uh, AJ Popoff or whatever the fuck his name was. You know, so like, are they waiting for that that weak ass press release to say that? Oh yeah, oh, this guy's uh, Brendan Boyd of Incubus is now the new. Yeah, yeah. like because no one cares about that fucking celebrity bullshit. No one listens to any of these celebrities that they promote all the time. So I'm not sure why I haven't been offered the gig yet. Uh, but well, I'm on every fucking day. But either enjoy. way, I'm having a fun time doing it. So. And uh, tomorrow we got mail to open. We'll do all that. Uh, yeah. Until then, arrivederci, baby. See you in the promised land. Have a good Tuesday. Bye-bye. Later, guys.